Someone goes baseline He starts screaming things so nasally Screeching like a banshee Dickie V Oi! Dickie V Dickie V Dickie V Yeah, Dickie V Doi, 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 doi He should shut his fire hole Absolutely. When he is off camera, the glare from his head is blinding me. Where did this guy come from? Dickie V. Everything is awesome, and everyone's his BTP. Wish he'd keep his trap shut. Dickie V. Dickie V. That was a cheap shot you took saying that the only thing our morning show needs is an audience. That was bad. I can't believe you said that. 1002560 WQAM. This this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Which one? There's so much. uh... No, no, there's this one about uh, your governor, Charlie. uh, Oh, that one. And what what column is this from? Oh, Palm Beach Post. Is this Josie Lambeat? Oh, yeah. It says, well, well, well. Seems that Governor Charlie Crist budding romance with one of our own is heating up. Three weeks ago, Page 2 reported that Crist, the first single governor in four decades, Yay. had gone on a date with suburban West Palm Beach woman who's a star contestant on the upcoming reality series Hottest Mom in America, Kelly Heininger. Since then, Chris has been telling his entourage he's taken with a 36-year-old. He's taken. He's smitten. He's gay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Woo! Lo and behold, who walks under a uh, Cochina in Palm Beach late Friday? That's right. Chris and Heining are holding hands. My spy witness at the Shishi joint says there was no heavy canoodling, but Boku eye-to-eye contact. No canoodling. In other words, no touching, but just uh, coochie-coochie from across the table. I used hey, to go a little canoodling on the river a lot when I lived up there. Oh, my God. And there's more on that fact, too. Well, I'll save that in my pile. 1,264 uh, friends in my space. I just mentioned that in passing. We got no dots. We got no audience. The, uh, the trends came out on Friday. If you missed them, and believe me, you didn't miss much. Wow. Now, is everybody back today? Is uh, Jolly Joe Bell returned? Probably not too jolly after taking a look at that. And Clarence, is she back from uh, being UM basketball groupie, uh, silly person? Clarence, yes, I have not seen Joe. Oh. Well, maybe he ain't coming back. Would you come back? Yeah, I'm sure he's getting paid. You know, I'm thinking it's, what, about a little over a year that he's been there? The General Mangler? Okay. I, I would say that, a little bit over a year. And in that year, man, the the dim, dim, what's the word? The vanishing audience is just on this radio station, especially in morning drive and afternoon drive. It's like it's like let's get a search party. Is there? Hello, hello. Is there anybody out there? Huh? No. Wow. Holy moly, rat man. And it and and again, the engineering situation can use it. Nothing changes. No, that's not true. Chris got a new computer last week. 
Nothing changes. Only the underwear changes, and that's on this end. I got, you know, my boxer shorts on here, nice and clean from the washing machine. Kind of nice. I got my own little washer and dryer in here. I got everything that, uh, you know, your heart could desire. Well, just about. Not everything. <clears throat> At any rate, Broward Sheriff's Office deputies will conduct a traffic checkpoint operation this Wednesday. Oh, I don't know. Do I want to do it this far ahead? No, let me, let me stick that in here. Remind me. Well, I don't want to okay. do it today. And let me apologize for that pool. Now, Charlie B. sent another 400 pulls today. I, I got a pile halfway to the ceiling of all these pulls. So, obviously, when you come up with that many ideas, some of them be really great. And some of them, uh, eh, not so great. Like the one today. But it was at the top of the pile yesterday. Right. Well, what kind of a stupid-ass pool can I put on there for tomorrow? And there it is. I mean, it's almost like paper or plastic. You know, rational or spastic. What? I'm, I'm a spastic, I confess to it. I'm just a spaz, that's all I am. I've turned into a spaz in my advanced years, and that, I guess that's my fate for until they stick my ass to the ground. I'm just going to be like that spastic. Brad Delp, the lead singer for Boston. I See, I, I don't know why I'm doing it, because I'm, I'm in the habit now from the last couple of weeks that we had the dots and the phone was actually working again. And I keep looking up there, and there's no dots. So whether anybody was calling or not, it's not relevant because I couldn't see it anyhow. And and what's the point? What's the use? Is there an engineer in the building? Yeah, Fix-It was in here. Oh, um, no, I said, is there an engineer in the building? And I told Clarence about the problem, and they're running around looking for something to do about it. Every single time you sit down. It it should be like falling your ass out of bed in the morning. shouldn't be any uh, big deal. But anyway, it is. It is because it's the QMF and way. And of course, the other place across the street, they got billboards. They're out there promoting. They're you know, and they kicked our ass in morning and afternoon drive. And even though we beat them, you know, pretty handily in midday, it, the number was much too cl- closer than it ever has been. I would say, wouldn't you? Yes. Closer than it ever has been. Like I'm th- thinking between ten and two, we got about a five in men, and they got a two. Well, that that's not close, but it's closer than it should be. That's because these people are in a coma. Somebody needs to wake these bastards up. Somebody needs to get a pitchfork and pitch a little uh, hell with these bastards. This place needs a freaking exorcism. But anyway, Brad Delp, lead singer for Boston, a huge rock sensation in the 70s, although just about anybody hated Boston and doesn't ever want to hear their music again, including me. Do you want to hear their music? Oh, not again. I mean, it was fine in its time. It was time, okay. It was. I wouldn't say it was fine. It was, uh, it was marginal. It was great in its day. Anyway, Brad Delp was found dead Friday in his home. Police said he was 55. Atkinson, New Hampshire police responded to a call for help at around 1.20 p.m. and found Delp dead. Police Lieutenant William Baldwin said in a statement that death was untimely and there was no indication of foul play. He just, you know, he was alone at the time of his death. He just died. There's nothing wrong with him. He just uh, sat there watching the TV, and maybe it was a bad show or something, Like, uh, and that was it. The cause of his death remained under investigation by the Atkinson Police and the New Hampshire Medical Examiner's Office. Police said an incident report would not be available until later today. Delp fronted the rock band, who rose to fame in the 1970s and had several hits, including the highly overplayed and very annoying More Than a Feeling. Oh, my God. I got a feeling in the pit of my stomach you wouldn't even want to believe. The group sold millions of records, it says here. Now, Brad Delp is dead. He just, like I said, hanging around and... He died? Yeah. That's what's going to happen to me, I think, someday soon. I'm just going to be sitting on a couch in the other room and I just... That'll be it. <laughs> now, how are you going to know about it? How am I going to know about what? If I croak. If I'm sitting in the other room and I get, like, real all manic and depressed, which I am most of the time anyway. What, how are you going to know I croak? No, we're going to play the James Brown uh, song, and if you don't come back by the time it's over, then, you know, we'll just go on without you. 
Oh, there you go. Good. Good thinking. By the way, I'm going to be faxing you some instructions uh, for you to do something during the break. On the phone? With regards to this thing, yes. Or, like, like to jump out the window? I, I could do it easy. I could really do it. I could go out there on the Listen, patio right now, put one wait, leg over. Get a wireless you know, mic before you do that. Like, like I told you before, though, the only problem with that form of suicide, and I got that story about uh, Richard Jenny's suicide, mm-hmm. the only problem with that is that if you change your mind halfway down, it's not really yeah. a very good idea. Right. You're going to feel well, like, like an if, idiot if all the way down. If you swallow a whole bunch of pills or something, and you can always kind of like waddle mm-hmm. out into the hall and hope that somebody finds you and they rush you to the hospital. You know, uh, that, that's, <laughs> called, that's called a feeble attempt at suicide. Mm-hmm. But the real thing, like, is if you put a leg over the, because uh, my little balcony out there is like a, a railing, you know, and it would be real easy to just take one step up and put a leg over the railing, and then you get about a third of the way or halfway down, like, oh, gee, this maybe wasn't such a good idea. Too late. Well, listen, I know the mic cord isn't that long, but we really want to hear the splat. <laughs> you want to hear when I hit the ground? The oh, that's great. Listen, what's the point if we can't go with you? Yeah, you that's know? true. What would be the fun? Richard Jenny, a stand-up comedian who played a sold-out crowds, was a regular on The Tonight Show and appeared in movies, died of a gunshot wound, and apparent suicide, police said yesterday. Boy, there's a lot of celebrity deaths. At least two. Police found the 49-year-old comedian alive, but gravely injured in a West Hollywood home, and they responded to a call Saturday morning from his girlfriend, L.A. Police. Oh, he had a girlfriend. No wonder he tried to kill himself. L.A. Police Officer Norma Eisenman said. Eisenman called, said the caller told police, my boyfriend shot himself in the face, and he's looking a lot better for it. Then he died in a nearby hospital. He's dead. Eisenman said suicide had not been officially confirmed, and the investigation was continuing. An autopsy on Jenny would be done today. Jenny regularly toured the country with a stand-up act and starred in several HBO comedy specials, most recently a big steaming pile of me during the 2005-06 season. A big steaming pile of... Me. Hmm. Another HBO special, Platypus Man, won a Cable Ace Award for the Best Stand-Up Comedy Special, formed the basis for his UPN sitcom of the same name, which ran for one season. Jenny's movie credits included The Mask, in which he played Jim Carrey's best friend, The Aristocrats, National Lampoon's Dad's Week Off, and an Alan Smithy film, Burn Hollywood Burn. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah, burn a big fat one. He had guest appearances in the TV shows, Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah. Is he Did there? you die? Did you jump out the window? No, Chris, I'm talking about. I, I guess he doesn't know you're talking about him. Yeah, I'm here. Oh. He'd say portly. He'll answer to that. Oh, Fat Chris? Married with Children and updated versions of the game shows Hollywood Squares and Match Game. Oh, no wonder he killed himself. Fraser Smith, stand-up comedian who often opened for Jenny in the MC at the Ice House, where Jenny often performed, said young comedians looked up to him. He was probably one of the best stand-up comedians of the last 50 years, said Smith. He had tons and tons of material, was looked up to by all the young comedians, a total pro. And now he's dead. The Brooklyn-born comic first received national attention in 90 with the Showtime special Richard Jenny, Boy from New York City. Two years later, his Crazy from the Heart special attracted the highest ratings in Showtime's history. He became a frequent guest on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and continued to appear after Jay Leno took over without Chin. He also wrote comic material for the 2005 Academy Awards, which was hosted by his friend Chris Rock. And now he's, as they say in the trade, slightly dead. Twelve minutes after 10 at 5.60 WQM, we got Mad Dog at 2. The Power Hour with Hank and the Mad Dog together at 4, which seldom happens because very seldom they work the same day. Hank, 5 to 7, followed by Hurricane Hotline at 7. Eddie K, 9 to midnight tonight. That's our award-winning lineup here on QM, where we used to be great. Glenn Turner had dared to be great. QAM's got used to be great. We used to have big, big, fat, juicy numbers, gigantic audience, billboards, people buzzing all over town. But that was in the past. And now, of course, no more. 
Uh, checking. Right. Now, can you hear me? I'm on the other side of this thing. Hello? Hmm? What is it? Just a minute. No problem. Hang on. Hang in it. Ah! What do you want, Chris? See, the problem is these instructions uh, are assuming that I have a keyboard that I can actually type numbers oh. in. Yeah, that is assuming that. There is no keyboard connected to that computer. I have plenty of keyboards. I got a spare one here. Where I plug it in, though, I have absolutely no idea. Oh. It was just so I'm crawling around on my hands and knees on the floor here playing engineer. I see. Because I can't type in a new um, IP address up on mm -hmm. that thing. I mean, I'm, I'm all set to uh, do it, but what am I going to type it in with? <clears throat> keyboard or your mind. And where am I going to plug that keyboard into? I got a couple of suggestions. Rectum. Yeah. In fact, maybe I'll try that. Has to work better than this. I think it's the purple one. No, seriously. Where do I plug it in? In the back. I, I in the back of the computer. I know There's that. There's only one slot where it'll fit. No, this this connection though is like a round connection. That's right. Yeah, there should be a color coordinated. PS2. And, uh, yeah. Is there a color uh, on the end? Of wait, wait a minute. I got a good idea. Here, let me turn on mic two. All right. Which is the one over here. Okay, just uh, hang on a second. No problem. No problem. I'm going to do this on the air. This is good. And I hope the audience okay. really gets a big thrill out of this. This is. Oh, great. they love this. Okay, and this is. A hundred years I've been in this business. I've never had to do this before. I'm going to get on my hands and knees, crawl on the floor. Oh, no, I better, I better not do that. No. no. Anyway, it's the purple one. The, yeah, I got something purple on right. The purple hole. <laughs> okay, now how's this? Yeah, I got the other microphone Woo! here. Isn't this good? No ballsy. Yeah, is it really? All right. Now let me... Let not me not much feedback at all. Okay, the purple one? Yeah. Purple what? There's a purple slot. There's only one slot it'll fit in. There isn't any slot it'll fit in. Trust me. Trust me, there is no slot that uh, this thing is going to fit in, okay? I don't know what to tell you. In, in the back? In the back. Uh-uh. It's a regular computer? No, it's an irregular computer, okay? I'm well, going to give it a to see if I can make it regular, you idiot. What? There's, there's a PS2 slot for it. It's round. No. Nope. Wrong. Okay. I, I don't know what to tell you then. Let me get I mean, back around here. Okay, because, I mean, they don't make computers without keyboards that I know of. I mean, they could have come out with some. And there's got to be a place to plug it in. And it's round. And usually, usually it's purple. I assume the, uh, the, the the keyboard has a little round plug that you're looking for a place for? No, it's not a little round plug. It's a big round plug. Now, is, is that the problem, that the plug is too big? Maybe I, I've got about a half a dozen keyboards in the closet. My closet's full. I'm not in it, but my closet's full. I see. Well, it should be little, like your pinky. Oh, the, the plug should be small? Yes. Well, let me, let me go and get a different keyboard. All right. All right. No problem. Better get some other music queued up, didn't I? Getting a little tired of hot pants. Careful. Oh, 
Hey. No problem. All right. Oh, what did he say? You heard what I said. QAM, where it's all screwed up, baby. Okay, I'm over here. You got this mic on. Purple, purple, purple. That was, it could have been a smoother segue, but you yeah. Listen to me. Yeah? I got a pink slot. That ain't it. That's for a microphone. Right. I don't got no purple slot. Well, is it... Do you? There's only one place it'll fit. So the keyboard cord, stick it into whatever it'll fit into. It's bigger than a headphone jack, which is where you would be putting a mic. In. Right. It's about the size of your pinky. There's no place to stick it in here. I assume the keyboard that you're using has the little round uh, plug. Right. Right. With well, like prongs in it, several prongs. Correct. That's a PS2 connection, and there's a place there in the back of the computer. No, there's where, not. Trust me. There ain't. Trust me. I don't trust you. It has one. They all have them. Are you able to see the back of your other computer? Okay, let me go look in the other computers. Okay? You can see all what it right. looks like. Yeah, I know what it looks like in a computer, too. Yeah. This guy here, he's dead. There, there's not that kind of a jack on this computer. Sorry. Now, there are USB keyboards, but every computer has a PS2 slot for the keyboard in it, whether it uses uh, whatever the keyboard is. Well, what the hell is this? I don't know. What color is it? Green. That's for the mouse. And then right next to it should be a purple one for the keyboard. Well, there's something plugged into that other one. I don't know what it is. Let me take that other thing out and stick this in there, okay? Now, it is possible since this is the okay, phone. Wait, wait a minute. One moment, please. Screening computer. One moment, please. Yes. yes. That you have a splitter coming out of that plug, and there's something already in it. One end going to your little phone control box, and then the other one going to. Uh, okay, now let's see if this is going to work. Okay, type in. It works. Oh, oh. right. Okay, done. Do those things. Hi, okay, what time is it? Oh, I got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. This is fun. Is that one, two, dot. Five and hit OK and then jump out the window. <laughs> That's what it says here. I know. Now in the next segment we'll show you how and to use guess BitTorrent. What? The thing came back and there's the dots. Oh, oh, oh man! Go, go, go. All right. Now what do I do with this ungangly? I'll just stick that keyboard over there. Oh, yeah, just get uh, out of my slide way. it under something. Yeah, slide this. Okay. Rectum. <laughs> oh. I feel like I just ran a four-minute mile, for Christ's sakes. How do you like that? Now, I'm trying to picture you doing all this while wearing nothing now, but now, boxer let me shorts. Ask you, let me ask you this question. If we have a new IP address that they know is supposed to be in there, which I just typed in, how come I wasn't told that some other time well, at some other point in my life? Presumably, that's not a new IP address. Something happened. Uh, I've had to re-enter the IP address in this computer, too, 
Like it I need to the news to you. The other one yeah. has been sitting there. Don't you think I've already looked at that during our 400,000 other technical screw-ups here at QAM? Well, all I can say to that is, who the hell are you? <laughs> who the hell are you? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, the way that this studio is, is configured, that when I go over on the other side there where those computers are on the floor for the uh, telephone stuff, in fact, here's the evidence. Let me see. What? Oh, and guess what? What? I'm hitting the buttons, and now the... Pro- oh, you know what? You probably have to go and unhook the keyboard and hook that other thing back into it. Yeah, this other thing Your is box. what... It goes that into where the... Aha! Uh, uh-huh. Boy, it's a good thing I tested that right there, wasn't it, boys and girls, huh? Now, wasn't there a splitter coming off of that? Will you stop? Will you stop complicating? I just accomplished a major technical right. miracle. If there isn't anybody in that building on the air who could have uh, just done that. Oh, there's no question. There isn't anybody in this in this market in this business who would. Uh, I can just see cousin Brucey waddling over, crawling around <laughs> on his hands and knees with with his wig flopping off like do, 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 like do, do, a mole man. So now I got to go plug that other thing. Well, at least that'll let me put this damn uh, clumsy keyboard back in the closet where it belongs. So there you go, boys and girls. Another QAM school of broadcasting lesson from the old oh, God. the old toad. That was special. I, I, I in my lifetime I could never have imagined. It's a good thing we got that other mic on the guest mic on the other side <laughs> for all those guests you have. Yeah, and of course, if you could see the way it's set up, I mean, I guess I suppose the guests are supposed to sit on the on the balcony or on the ledge. I don't know. They, yeah, they could sit out the window. Twenty six past ten at five sixty. WQAM. No, seriously, any any connection between the radio industry and this radio station is strictly just oh. coincidental. Believe me. No. No. They're gassing us again. Who was that little baby father Could be one of a dozen guys. It may be the other Howard Stern. Did she defrost? See, that was a test. It works. Oh. Of course, I had to change the configuration, but nevertheless. Yeah, who maintains your equipment up there in Toronto, Joe? Oh, we got an engineer up there at the uh, studio. His name is... Oh, God! Yeah, I had to change the configuration on that because, you notice I, I tried the test and I punched up the button. And there was mm-hmm. a funky symbol that comes up on there, which means right. it's, uh, you know. But I did that all on my own. Nice going, Neil. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, the interesting part of it is it's so close to the window. You know, I was talking before about the patio and going out there and jumping. It's so close <laughs> where I was crawling. And you're right, there is a splitter hanging down off the uh, cord, you know. But, right. but who needs that? Well, one end of it, assuming, is for the keyboard. Well, yeah, assuming, yeah. But uh, the keyboard's already back in the closet. What do I need the keyboard for? Well, hey, Neil, for that. Yes. Can you do another test Word of the phone? George Corso. See, there's a guy that hits George Corso. Can I do another test of what? Yeah, just bring up an empty line again. Why is that? Because now I'm hearing it on the air. Like, it's, I'm hearing it through my phone, so i got to have them do something over here. You're hearing what on the air? I'm hearing it on, like, my phone that's in this room. It's coming up on the speakerphone, so. Yeah, now we have to figure that out. Are you telling me we have more technical issues at WQAM? No, no, no you need Chris? to worry about it. 
Yeah, nothing that you need to worry about. It's just me. Well, this call is one you ought to worry about. QAM. Crazy line, yeah. Prozac line. A house cat attacked its owner, sending her to the hospital by ambulance with more than 20 bite wounds in somewhere in Idaho. Some, somehow, the uh, name of the city just named, who really cares in Idaho, you know? The cat, a black and white domestic male, went on the rampage last week when a neighbor showed up at the door with a different cat, mistakenly thinking it belonged to the woman. She went to the door and her cat went berserk. Jeff Nevins, assistant fire chief for Wood River uh, Fire and Rescue, told the Idaho Mountain Express. Oh, brother, can you imagine living in Wood River, Idaho? Woo! The woman in her 60s was taken to St. Luke's Wood River Medical Center with what Nevins described as a pretty, a serious, pretty serious puncture wounds. Neither the hospital nor the fire department would provide any details to the AP Saturday or say whether she'd been released. I think the owner said she was going to take it to the shelter because that's not the first time she's been attacked, Nevin said. Take it to the shelter, in other words, on a bang. Okay, kill that damn thing. Okay, let's, let's uh, try to get into it here, huh? WQAM, hello. Okay, nobody on that. That's probably just as well. But at least it works now, huh? Now, what about your issue there in the studio, Chris? Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll deal with it. Yeah, you deal with it, okay? I've, already, I've done as much crawling around on my hands and knees as I'm going to be doing all day long. Believe me when I say that, unless, some, so, unless a miracle happens. I was going to say. Yeah. You know, don't know what's going to happen later happens. today. Oh, look at that. Somebody waved a magic wand. Look who's here. Straight from Berlin. Yeah, likely story. Anyway, let's uh, get back to trying to do this. Or, or not. I, you know something? The technical <laughs> screw-up, uh, I could make a whole show out of that. Yeah. yeah. Only I'd never survive it. Whew, I must be in better shape than I thought I was because that involved a lot of racing back and forth and running around and crawling and jumping up and down. And I'm just, you know. Uh, well, speaking of crawling around on the floor, if you hear us yes. uh, not responding, it's because they're piping the poison gas in here again. Oh, they're piping the poison gas back. Oh, great. It started with the carbon monoxide. Now it's gone to full-on tar fumes with the sewage smell. All right. Excellent. And, but they didn't uh, replace the carbon monoxide. This is just an addition to it. Right, on top of. Right. And I extra added bonus and extra charge. Nice going, Joe Bell, man. You got this thing purring like a cat, like that one that they're going to put to sleep any minute there in Idaho. You got it's it so bad like... that we all reek from it when we leave the building. Really? Yes. You stink? You smell it when you, when you open your car door, you can smell George it. George says he stinks. And Joe Bell agrees. Oh, he likes the bad about farting. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. You know that cat story? Yeah. I think that lady should have just ate the pussy. Uh, how, how did I know that that was going to be, you know? Very funny, man. Really funny. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of that Bobby, that jackass there on the MySpace. Ask, ask me. I mean, this. I just want you to think about this. This is somebody that, uh, you know, I've joked around with a couple times back and forth on there. I try to respond to everybody that's on there. And I thought he was like, you know, a, a, a fan of the show, like a real, a real a goofball, but a real person, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I write him back the phone number. This is last week one day. And then the next day, he writes me back, oh, that was really great. I called in and made a funny sound. Ah! <laughs> yeah. People don't know why we don't think that's funny. Like, they'll come to appearances and say, oh, I'm the guy that calls up and says, uh, you yeah. know, fill in oh, the yeah. blank. And, you, uh -huh. and you, go, you go, oh, geez. Right. And they, oh, they, yeah, I thought that's what I was and, wanted. And, and more often than not, when they do that, and you look at them, and they like, they, they look, they give the appearance of being like a real adult, you know, not right. like a child, right. you know, not like a ten-year-old child that you would expect to be doing aberrant, idiotic things like that. Right. And you say, and oh, I, like, yeah. oh, 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 I made a sound. I, I pictured you know, some like real that. mutant, you know. I pictured somebody that wears socks with sandals right. and living. Yeah, that's their right. And somebody like in a business suit. Yeah. And Neil, I'm the guy that calls and goes blah, 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 like that. Isn't that you know, funny? Isn't that what you guys want? Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. 
Okay, here's the poll from Friday, now that we've got everything technically all... Uh, oh, but wait a minute. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'm serious. Have you ever tried a black one? WQAM, hello. Happy Monday, Uncle Neil. Yeah. How are you, sir? Okay. That's good. Everything is fine. I the, Up there, did you lose an hour like we lost an hour here with that time? WQAM, hello. I've got that. QAM, Prozac line. Okay, here's the poll from Friday, 1844 votes. See, isn't it good that I got that phone back on? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'd have missed all of that. What would we do without it? Probably uh, not much. If America really does go rank up in the year 2030, well, I tell you, that poll sucked on Friday, and the one today I'm not too crazy about, but that's all right. If America does really go bankrupt in 2030, 20... About 30, man! I'd probably be dead by then, 379. I'll probably be dead before, too, the way this thing's going today. I'll tell my grandkids it was all W's fault, 369. I'm out of here. Hello, Canada, 224. I still want my Social Security checks, damn it, 201. I better start learning Chinese now, 180. I hate this poll, 145. Just connect, disconnect me from my cube. 88. Blame President Jenna Bush, 56. I ain't paying taxes to Uncle Sam no more, 51. No more. Guess I'll have to move into a cardboard box, 36. Al Gore will have to make a documentary about it by then, 34. He will have made one, whatever. How am I going to afford my nursing home, 34? Will I still be able to use my credit cards, 24? I'm moving into an underground bunker, 19, and I'll slip my wrists, 4, out of 1844. If you think that poll was bad, wait till you the one we got coming up for that's going on today. Although we do have 847 votes, Chris. Now, you were out potsking around with your technical issues in there. Yeah, it seems like we're okay now. Oh, oh let's hear it. All, All right. right. You see, it only took 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It killed some good time. It took about 40 minutes, and I'm crawling around trying to find the purple hole and the purple pill. and what. I, I'm going to start taking pills, you know. I'm going to start doing some heavy-duty drugs. I recommend Xanax. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, like, two-and-all, stuff like that, you know, stuff that I've, I've known other people that did those things, and yeah. I made them, made them act a little bit bizarre, but why not, you know? Start popping them by the handful. Although, actually, I could go in the other room. I've got those cardizem. I could take, like, a handful of those, and I could get my blood pressure down to about, like, 10 over zero wow. in about an hour, and I could be just laying in a coma on the floor here, and you'd be thinking, boy, that Neil sure is funny, you know? <laughs> on the next 24, Jack Bauer takes a much-needed rest after saving the world all by himself every stinking week. But who will protect us from the danger of cartoons? Why, it's none other than the mayor of Boston himself, Tom Menino. It all started when Boston Blackie and I were on the trail of alien cartoons. I think this is an actual alien footprint. I know it. They came here to terrorize my city. We are Moonanites from the inner core of the moon. You're not going to terrorize my city, you moody, uh, honeymooner, or whatever you are. I am McNignock. Uh, cartoons like you walk the mind of my children. Yeah, I personally never understood such things. You will be destroyed. Don't you think I know that? You're going down. The explosion will be of extraordinary magnitude. Well, uh, and justice will prevail. On the moon, nerds get their pants pulled down and they are spanked with moorots. Hey, uh, that guy over there, the leader, you terrorist, though. I am Audi 5000. Ciao. So Larry and Jensen Beach says you must see who killed the electric car. Okay. That's what Larry and Jensen Beach says. I'm sure it'll be on cable. See it. It'll be on a cable. I mean, can't I go out and buy the DVD? Oh, you could, but... I'm sticking my BVDs. Or I could steal it. Or something like that. Okay, let's get those phones smoking out, man. I went through a lot of crawling around and uh, up and down and uh, gymnastics and uh, hieroglyphics and stuff. 
to get that thing working. Let's see if we can't get a real call on here now. We we did a little bit of a test there with our, you know, four or five mm-hmm. idiots, four or five mouth breathing. But a little more like that, like Bobby, you know, my MySpace buddy Bobby. I called and made a funny sound. <laughs> Bobby, you're a jackass, okay? You're an idiot. Oh, and let's get to today's poll before we wait to see that explosion on the phone. You'll see. You'll see. I've got a pretty good pile of stuff here, but you know something? I'm so exhausted after that exercise. It's, it's like, can we get this on the air? I mean, we've only been doing it up here for five years. Mm-hmm. And, and was I in here again? I was here way before you were. I was here like at 10 after 8 this morning, like usual. And it could have been easily, uh, you know, sent yeah, me that information. Huh? I asked Yelton, you know, can, is this something that can be done before 10 o'clock? And he said, yeah, and, you know. Yeah, so why didn't they send me that information before 10 o'clock? Well, that wouldn't have been nearly as exciting. The audience wouldn't have had nearly right. so much fun. You're, you're right. That's true. Nice going, fix it. Fix this. He ought to be fixed. 862 votes on the poll. What hair color are you most attracted to? I mean, that, 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 872 now. They're coming in in big chunks. I can smell them. Maybe that's what you're smelling. No, blonde, I'm something else. Blonde 224. No preference. I'll take any 207. That, that's my answer. Who cares? Although, no, I didn't vote for that, though. I voted for black, like jet black hair. To me, jet black hair is like really... Mm. Yeah, no, I voted no. for uh, whatever. Uh, whatever? Oh, yeah, whatever preference. color. I don't care if they're bald, if they have a mohawk. Yeah. A brown... T- <laughs> brown 132. Red 122. Oh, no, not red hair. I get, I get very uh, upset. Black 114. Now, see, that's interesting. I hate this pool, 42. That's 4.8%. I prefer a bald woman. Yo, Brittany, it says 10. Isn't that cute? Yo, Brittany. Uh-huh. Uh, an artificial color, blue, orange, like cartoon color, 7. Like, uh, like Boo Shambi. Gray, 5. White, 5. And I prefer a bald man, 4. Out of 872. Well, I, I, maybe this poll isn't so bad as I thought. The uh, hate factor isn't all that great. And we got 879 votes. Uh, you know, they're just uh, any day, right? What do you mean by that? How can it? No, it's not connected again. Uh-oh. Oh, great. Maybe we'll get an encore. Well, I can see the lines flashing. Oh, they just came back. Here we go. Yeah, it's just a hiccup. What was happening back. all last week? You were uh, getting disconnected. Not like that. WQAM, Hello. Neil, good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Listen, that Hillary bitch, man, she was yeah. on the news this weekend quoting FDR. Yeah. Man, she is trying her best to knock down Obama, and I hope that, that Obama kicks her rear ass real hard. Okay, heavy. very, very perspicacious, sir. A wonderful political observation here by one of our keen, astute political observers out there in Radio Land. Excellent. She is trying to do everything she can to knock down Obama and uh, bada beep, bada boop, bada bob. Very good. Maybe that was Bobby. Bobby Obama? Bobby Obama. Bobby, your mama. 5670560, pound 560. We're going through a lot of work to get these phones all That's cleaned right. out, man. It's like, 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 we, like we douched the phone here, man. Like we just got all of the nasty stuff out of there. That's right. And got that thing clean and pristine thanks to this uh, silly old queen. And look at the way that thing is working now. WQAM, hello. Why don't you retire? Yeah, okay. WQAM, hello. Maybe that was Bobby. Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Uh, you heard the story coming out of, like, Central Florida. Yeah. Well, the story coming out of Central Florida, and that was the end of the call. Oh. WQAM, hello. <laughs> okay, that takes care of your calls this hour. 890 on the poll, and Blonde is winning 229. Gentlemen prefer blondes. Why did I even waste my time going through all of that work? What do we need the phone for, huh? 
That's what I was saying. Although it is almost one of the great calls, right? Yeah, well, we want to get a whole lot more of them. Line 9, forget about it. Okay, watch how long he'll be on. Okay, just long enough to get rid of it. Idiot. See, if it's me, I send Luca Brazzi right to his house. We know where he is, right? That particular mm-hmm. one, you know? Yeah. Prozac Ron. Right. You know where he is. Mm-hmm. I just send Luca Brazzi to the house, break both of his arms and his neck, and then that kind of precludes any more of these calls. And, and his boyfriend often sits on his lap, and they uh, you know, they call in from right there. In Wouldn't the same surprise room. me. He calls yeah. in and brags about how they're rubbing hot oil on each other. Mmm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Come on, let's hear it. Square or round on that table, man, or oblong. I think if we just had some prefabricated segments on the show, then we could really get down. Let's start we working could, on some. Know, get down and dirty, mostly down. WQAM. Hello. Hey, how you doing, man? Okay. Couple things. Uh, I agree with you about uh, even though he's a junior congressman, uh, he's got some great ideas. He's not a congressman, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, and another thing, Neil. Who is that? What, what's his name? Uh, Osama. Who? Osama. 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 Osama Imam. Okay, and, and what's the uh, other thing? And the other thing is, uh, honestly, and uh, you'll agree with me, why are people so far bissing and, and mad? Is it because something happened in their life or just living in South Florida or just they have no money? Could you answer that? I'm serious. It goes with the territory, I guess. It goes with the territory. If you live in South Florida, then something did happen in your life. You wound up here. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. It's almost eleven o'clock, and after after an excruciating exercise here, crawling on the floor, opening up the door, uh, and well, all these other things, and we're still waiting for a real call so far. What well, what's his name? Osama Yamama, that guy, and even though yeah. he's a junior congressman from uh, you know uh, Dubuque. WQAM, hello. Makes me puke. QAM. Going once. Going twice. That was the end of that. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. I think either the Democrats or the Republicans are going to win the next presidential election. Yeah, I think, I think that's a saying? possibility. Yeah, I, I think it's possible. Okay. I think it's going to be the Whigs. <laughs> that was Bobby for sure. Five six seven oh five sixty. What, what is everybody so political for today? All these morons, uh, including the goofballs. Why are they so politically oriented? And you want to know why? Because what they're trying to say is I have no lie. And we know that nine oh one though on the poll, the votes are pouring in on the poll. It was a smash success this hour. The fact that I had to go through all of that technical things, they love that. And you've got to admit it. In all these years, we've never quite, never quite had that experience before. We've had some other, no. other interesting things, you know, involving crawling around and trying to hook this up. Those are the wonders of live radio. You just never know what's going to happen. No, no, we really usually do know what's going to happen. It's going to be a piece of crap here. That's true. Because that's the QMF and way. It's just, uh, like I said, it, it's radio-ish. It's not real radio, but it's radio-ish. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes. Can yes. I call to Neil? Speaking. Neil. Yeah. How are you doing? Okay. Listen, I can't, I can't wait to see the uh, when they really get into it, Obama and Hillary. I well, why are we talking about this? I don't know. What, what, what is this all about? I, 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 don't, I just happen to tune in. Get out of here. You happen to tune in. Get lost. I don't want to hear about Obama and Hillary and Hillary and Obama and Jan, Danny and Jimmy. Jesus, God, is this boring. Well, where did this come from? This is their material now? Monkey see, monkey do here. That other guy that wouldn't know Barack Obama from his ass. And all of a sudden, well, I think it's going to be really... Forget about it. It's March 12th, 1914 or whatever the hell it is. 2007. Seriously, you, you, you people need very serious help. That, that, that's state. I, I'm just... I have a feeling with the uh, global warming and stuff, which I just made up. And I think Florida's going to just wash away, you know. 
I just want to give you a little advice. Get that inner uh, cue. Get it ready. And learn to swim real good. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, kind of related. Uh, you know, Paul Harvey's related not on to what? 610 anymore. Well, the, the two things kind of related. Paul Harvey's not on uh, 610 yeah, who, anymore. Who cares? He's on uh, I've been listening old. to him since I was a little kid. I just well, thought, that explains know, a lot, yeah. <laughs> you must have just got electrocuted. Yeah, I think Paul Harvey just zapped your ass. How do you like that? Wrecked him. Been listening to him since he was a little kid. That, that guy, I don't know how old he was, but he sounded too old to be listening to Paul Harvey. I know. I mean, uh, too old and not old enough. I was listening I mean? to Paul Harvey when I was a little kid. Because like if you're between 10 and 100, then you're like too old or too young, depending on how you, you know. 9-10 on the poll. What hair color do you most attracted to? We're talking on your head, by the way. And, of course, don't forget, if they don't match... The Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Oh, wait a minute. We better interrupt this. Chuck Hagel's on here. Asking Omaha is an important institution to our state. Has he's been running. Important he's running. to me and to my brother Tom and well, somebody others in my family so and my political. stepsister. Let's get Betty. the butterfly net. Uh, we all graduated here. Well, you sure ain't no, no John McCain. Some of you, that's difficult to believe that I actually graduated, but I, I did. Ah, ah, come on, let's get to lower. it, okay? Let's get uh, right to the meat of the matter. Well, I graduated Chuck, here, you idiot. but uh, this uh, institution represents, uh, I think, what is uh, best up, about Chuck. our state and our people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it is uh, hmm. for that reason huh. that I ask the good people at the University of Nebraska if I could come and say something trespass on their facilities come and morning. say something well when does the saying something say start Chuck and, uh, make an announcement yeah and what is that Chuck and I wanted to uh, welcome Dana Bash from CNN and others uh, who came to Omaha looking for a good steak and I hope you enjoyed yourself uh, Dana it's always good oh my god I think he must be you. doing that bitch I'm Isn't going one, to she's the one with the give a statement, there she is. and then uh, I believe, as Mike Buttry noted, I would um, very much uh, appreciate any questions, and uh, we'll entertain uh, all the questions. Yeah, let's hear it, And Chuck. hopefully we'll give you Come on, Chuck. direct, uh, complete oh, uh, answers as this guy dynamic, what I'm known for. And that is mainly because uh, I was tutored many years ago by oh, I think, the pain, the finest the public agony. Student that I have ever known, who was sitting in the front row of uh, this room today, former Congressman John Y. McAllister. Yeah. John Y., thank you. Thanks, John. Uh, Yay, thanks for everything. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Yeah. Thank you, not just uh, for <laughs> the shaping and molding of uh, This is even Mike better than crawling around on the floor fixing the damn equipment. I know... Uh, Within your sense of evaluation, I, I, I but a beat get on track. But about, yeah, uh, but uh, when are you going to uh, get on the track? You don't have to agree publicly with that, John. But, <laughs> but uh, also, thank you for the service you have given this country. Mm. Your distinguished service in World War II, and your service to the county. I'm not even going to finish that bit. How are we going to have time? And to our country uh, as a very respected and highly regarded United States congressman. Yeah. Bing, you blow their brains all over your Ladies and gentlemen, America stands at an historic crossroads in its history. He's running, baby. You can hear it. 
Can you smell it? It is mm. against this background. No, I can smell the sewage real bad. Tar and my own. That's how Kale has farted real bad. On my political future. You know, that's right. They're not talking about too. farts. The radio Burden station is coming apart. we got numbers you need a telescope to see. And Joe Bell is worried about whether Neil is uh, farting on you. By serious long-term domestic problems and divided by raw. That's right. America's going to hell in a handbasket. Now, what are you going to do about it, Chuck? Right now, what? come on, for open a up a mouth. Consensus Tell us purpose. something. America's response to the challenges and opportunities that confront us today will define our future. <sighs> Finding solutions to these challenges and capitalizing on these opportunities. Seriously, you talk about a cure for insomnia. Good God! Until the next election. Yeah. And I have worked hard over the last 10 years on foreign policy and national security He's issues. running, man. Trade, you can smell it. Climate change and energy, yeah. education, entitlement, yeah. especially social security reform. Yeah, you're great, Health care, veterans benefits, GSE reform, oh. and immigration reform. Didn't he say that at the very beginning? It's a lie. I this year will be an important year for these critical issues. And, and I intend to offer new initiatives on each of them. Right. I want to give these and other subjects my full attention over the next few months. And? I believe it is in the interest of my Nebraska constituents and this country that I continue to work full-time on these challenges. And? America is facing its most divisive and difficult issue since Vietnam. And? The war in Iraq. And? This is an issue that I have been deeply involved in. And? I want to keep my focus on helping find a responsible way out of this tragedy. Huh? And not divert my energy, my efforts, and my judgment with competing political considerations. I'm here today to announce that my family and I will make a decision on my political future later this year. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's enough of that. I, w I wasted uh, three minutes with that. He's oh, here to announce great. that he's going to make a decision on his political future later this year. Well, call us up and uh, when we want to go back to sleep again into a coma, Chuck, so we can revisit this, part two. Here's a fact from Jonathan Plantation who's pretty worked up. He says, again, with the GD dropouts, for those of us listening on the Internet, I only see two of them on here, it says, two dropouts. It says, George Corso should be taken out and shot on the causeway like Santino. They shot him on the causeway. He's dead. And can we get George and friends some Darth Vader masks so they can breathe over there? Does his position come with hazard pay? It should. Of course, with the big bucks he's making. Mm -hmm. He says, I never knew the circus was in town and QM is their headquarters. And then Jonathan and Plantation says, unbelievable. Just like that. Say it again. Unbelievable. Nice going, Jonathan. Well, what can I tell you, baby? And, of course, uh, I don't know. Is, is, does anybody know, is Jolly Joe Bell back from his extended vacation? Or did they put him know. in a padded room somewhere? And, of course, Clarence is there, so that explains a lot of why all this is going on. 943 votes on the uh, hair color poll. It's almost as exciting as the paper or, or spastic one. I like that. 5670560. Oh, my, my goal today is not even to read any, not, not one of these. That's my goal. Call me crazy, you know? You're crazy. Well, Charlie Crist is a real woman's man. That's what that article said. Hey, Charlie. You fairy. <laughs> Tell me like he's fooling somebody. QAM, Hello. Oh, look at that. The same thing again. Not connected. But no, I, we have no dots either for what it's worth. Oh, no. I see two uh -oh. lines flashing. Now Chris is crawling around on the floor. Oh, oh good no, idea to you, turn the phone yeah, pot off I, I before you do that, the, Chris. I felt the tremor Just for that all the way wait, up here. Wait, wait comes back. Well, what do, you, what do you assume it's coming back? I can see two lines so flashing. But, uh, not connected uh, to the server. Uh, 
No. So the uh, I have dots again. Do you? No. I got no dots. Oh, there they are. All right. Let's hear it. Of course, there's no lines flashing now, but we got dots. WQAM, hello. Uh, hello. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm just back on South Florida on vacation. I haven't heard you in 10 years. Uh-huh. You're still wonderful, man. I just yeah. want to look up and say, God, I love you, buddy. Okay, Pally. Take care. Okay, you too. And I'm thinking, he, he's probably thinking to himself, boy, that was a good call. That was the first real caller of the whole day right there. Oh, there's Dana Bash. I'd like to bash your brains in if we could find him. constituency you'd be looking for uh, to be an anti-war Republican, good luck to you. Is, do you think that there is a place in the GOP field for... Bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. Well, he's, he's thinking about it, and he's mulling it over. He wants to see if he can get a rise out of that crowd, I bet you, okay? And, of course, with that rousing speech he's been giving here, I'm sure that they're all, like, practically passed out on the flow. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Interesting. More, I've got some uh, technical uh, debacle going on there. Yeah. I'm one of maybe three people in South Florida that cares much about HD radio. Yeah. And you guys brought simulcast QAM on 96.5. We do? Yes. I didn't know that. On one of the HD3s. It sounds great, except now it sounds like it's a recording being played at the wrong speed. It is. Yes. What do you mean by that? It, it, it's just weird, and I flipped it over to 560. It sounds just fine. Yeah. As close as that ever gets to being fine. Mm-hmm. Right. But anyhow, I just thought somebody might care. Hey, listen, man, don't be knocking our technical abilities here at QAM, man. When it comes to technical crap, man, we are the crapmeisters. You can't knock what's not there. That's exactly correct. All right, and that's going to end just another South Florida a-hole that's out of material. All right. All right, see you. Say hi to Bobby, by the way. Five, six, seven. Yeah, I called and made a funny sound. It was great, Neil. It was, oh, it was great. I made a funny sound. When I read that, I just, I just wanted to sit here, put my head between my knees, and just cry. You know, although I do a lot of that, but I just want to sit here and like, you know, roll, roll up into a big fat ball. Mm-hmm. I got, all the, I got enough fat to do it, even though I'm like, you know, down there in the low one eighties. I just can't crack the one seventies yet. You know, I can't crack through. Although I'm reaching here and pinching that. Fat flab, you know, it's not, it's just a shadow of what it once was. Not that it really makes a difference. WQAM, hello. And you know, it's not, it's just a shadow of what it once was. Not that it really makes a difference. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I want to talk to Neil. Speaking, sir. Yes, Neil, uh, I think you're yeah. wrong about Chris, Charlie Chris. I'm what? I think you're wrong about Charlie Chris. Wrong about what? About him being gay. No. There isn't one gay person in the state of Florida that doesn't know that Charlie Chris is gay, just like we all knew that Mark my, Foley was gay, okay? He's obviously trying to set up a joke. My, yeah, my okay. Fam- well, no, 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 we're no, no, waiting, no. waiting for the punchline, Pally. I hope it's really good. My family good. knows him. Yeah. They, so? they, they, he's had two long-term relationships, but he didn't want to disclose with who. Right. African American yeah. women. He didn't want to get you know his voice right. against. Them. Oh, let me say it to you again, sir. I would bet your life on it that your governor is yeah. okay. I mean, not that it makes any difference. Not that there's anything wrong with that, except it makes him a liar and a hypocrite. But other than that, I love you, Pally. You were a lying hypocrite too when you didn't come out of the closet. Yeah, right, right. All those hundred years ago, yeah. I was a lying hypocrite too when I didn't come out of the closet when I was running for office back then. Remember that? And when I was anti-gay mm-hmm. and when I was all this other crap. Yeah. And that, that must be one of Charlie's boys, I would think. And that sound like one of Charlie's boys. Remember Charlie's Angels? That was one That's of Charlie's right. boys. Trust me. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Uh, yes, good morning, sir, and have a wonderful day, and don't ever call us again. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. 
Hey, you guys uh, touch on the subject from time to time about going to Europe. Um, I know you go over there pretty regular, and my wife and I go over there a lot, too. Yes, sir. Um, I heard you mention uh, Dubrovnik, Croatia. Um, I, I, mentioned, I mentioned what? Uh, Dubrovnik, Croatia. No, uh, I did not. No, I have no, never no. mentioned that in my life. Uh, well, you need to go over there. It's, it's a fun town. It's a beautiful city. Yeah, like, I'm sure it is, yeah. Um, just, uh, you know, well, listen, don't come back. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty and be sure wear a heavy coat a coat pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. They're good today, man. WQAM, hello. Senior Cayocho dancing salsa in paella, looking good. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I have a marginally interesting story. Okay, I'm listening. I read uh, about in Tampa they did an investigation of restaurants up there, and seventeen mm-hmm. out of twenty. Was serving something other than grouper and some crappy type of fish, and saying it was grouper. Mm-hmm. So the Department of Fish Investigations is clamping down on that action. So watch out for the uh, grouper out there. Grouper? Oh, grouper. Seventeen out of twenty was. Wow! Um, you know something? <laughs> when you said marginally interesting, I thought maybe you were right, but <laughs> no, you're not. Nine hundred and fifty-seven votes on the poll today, which is a horrible poll, but it's a hell of a lot more interesting than grouper fingers. I'll tell you that. What hair color are you most attracted to? What does it for you? What gets you <laughs> all whipped up? Blonde, 252. No preference. I'll take anything. Anything alive or even close to it, 224. Brown, 137. Red, 131. Black, jet black, baby, 128. How come we don't have, uh, like, green on there and stuff? I hate this pool, 44, 4.5%. I prefer a bald woman. Yo, Brittany, 12. An artificial color like blue or orange or green, 8 Gray, eight. I prefer a bald man, seven. And white, six. Old, white. How about blue hairs? Well, that's a cartoon color. Mm-hmm. No, cartoon it's not. Color. Been to South Florida. <laughs> that's the South Florida standard, baby. Blue hair, as in Oy. early bird time. I'm almost old enough. For, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I'll make it to 65. I don't think there's much chance. You know, there are shoe stores. Oh, I'm, uh, by the way, I'm really wondering. This isn't even the right spot, is it? Chris. Why am I having these difficulties today? Huh? Yeah, you won't pop it up. Okay, just relax, okay? Because I noticed that there was no tag for that anyway, and it wouldn't have been appropriate. But I'm sure that if I get into the right week here in my pile, that I'll find the appropriate spot for Pompano Park. What's the date today? Here it is right here, right in my hand. And the spot, too. 11.13 at QAM. Up, little boy. Uh Uh-huh. It's been worth my attention that uh, your ratings are dying now. Well, I don't assure you what a big asset I was to you, and how. You thought you could find somebody good enough to fill my baggy pants? It ain't easy. <laughs> there ain't no chance I'll ever be coming back. <laughs> Outside of considering a lucrative and contract. Hmm? If you want to know what'll save you from shutting that transmitter to down, why, that's easy. All you need is more. All you need is more.
independent. You know, find a way something. Jack told me to give you this. What? You see? Huh? Are you going to go fire me? Huh? Okay, 20 after 11. I think things are finally settled down here this morning. I think everything is copacetic. we got the phone. Watch this. Listen. Oh, man. I didn't say there was anybody on there now. Right. Well, even when there is. is. Chris has got his issues straightened out. Yep, it's all good. There you go. Everything is good, baby. All right, let's go home. I better, I better dig into my pile. I mean, I, I really think that would be a grotesque injustice for me to sit here and, and put that much pressure on this audience, you know? For four hours. I mean, what they've done so far has been really magnifico. Make no mistake about it. It's been above and beyond the call of duty. Underline the part. The duty part. Yeah. Although there might be a good one here. QAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. I want, I want to ask a question about um, this one bit that you guys used to do, like, uh, do you like it or something? Was it playing the piano or something? Do you like it? Yeah, Brian yeah, Wilson. Yeah. There he goes, do you like it? Yeah. It Where is it from? What do you mean, where is it from? It's from the I Brian Wilson bit. I understand that, but is it from a movie? Is it like a... Or no, it's a, from a movie, yeah. It's called <laughs> Brian Wilson Goes Crazy. Is it from a movie? All right, well, give me a break. I didn't know what it was. Okay, just relax. Okay. Don't get like uptight it. now, man. There's nothing worse than when guys start getting uptight. I, I get a little bit like that. It's I from know, the I'm sick mind of Boca Brian. How bad could it be? Driving down here in Key Largo on US-1 with one lane, and there's only oh, no, one... No wonder you're uptight. Yeah, well, don't do it again, man. Okay, thank you, Neil. Now, do you want me Bye. to play that whole bit, the Brian Wilson bit? Well, so you you know what? I know you don't like requests, but if you want to, uh, go ahead. Thanks. After years of drug abuse and controversial Thank you so much. Beach Boy Brian Let me raise my hand. Hey, can I play the Brian Wilson collection bit, of his latest composition. Thanks for uh, granting us this interview, Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian, do you have any idea how retarded you sound? <laughs> I'll show you what I mean. Here's how you sounded back in 62 from this early Beach Boy recording session. Hey, man. Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, my ears. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Listen. You like it? Oh, that's very nice, Brian. Did you like it? It's a little hard to dance to. You like it? Yeah, very, uh, very nice, Brian. The Brian Wilson Collection of Burned Out Compositions. Do you like it? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, that's great. Master copy available now on eBay. Do you like it? Well, I've got to be going. Uh, Do you like it? 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 Oh, yeah, we love it. No, we don't like it. We love it. 1123 at 560 WQM. Now, now we're starting to get into the groove, baby. You can feel it. You can smell it. Mmm, mm. man. That Chuck Hagel, man. I'll tell you one thing. When he cuts one, woo. I mean, what, what the hell was that all about? That he's, uh, I guess he wanted to see if he'd get like a sitting ovation or I if Dana Bash would get up there and uh, give him a big kiss on the lips. or well, What was that all about? I have no idea. He and his family are going to be... In other words, he's threatening to run. You know, Mr. Anti-War, Mr. Not uh, All the Way to the Right uh, Republican. I mean, you know, generally, politically, I think he's a pretty good guy. But in terms of that speech, man, even even Swillery would knock him off his feet. And the one guy this morning, he is right, though, even though we don't want to talk politics, I mean, because it's really boring right now. But Barack Obama, I can't, I'm salivating, waiting for the days when Barack is debating Hillary. I think what she'll do is she'll just kind of like creep off the stage and just disappear, you know, after about the first five minutes. No, she'll sit there with that same expression on her with face. With that same ice princess cold look like, on her like face. Like she smells something bad. 
You know, and well, listen, if she's uh, yeah, uh-huh. in her body, if she's in her body, maybe she'll be smelling something bad. I can't tell you what it is, but I'll give you a real good idea. Rectum. Yeah, something in that area. Something in that, in that general territory. 994 votes on the poll. Do I sound like all lifted up and real happy now? Happier? I am. Doesn't it doesn't take much with me? You know what I mean. In other mm-hmm. words, when somebody reaches out and gives me a little pat on the back like that, and and, that, and that's all I need. That, that's right. Kind of perks me up for the whole day. Stephen Elliott though sounds a little peeled on my smirking chimp. He says Bill O'Reilly slanders me. And I threatened I wasn't going to read any of these, but you know what? I lied. He says for all of February and part of January, I toured the country with the Sex Workers Art Show. The show was made up of current and former sex workers. I used to be a stripper, says Stephen Elliott. Huh. Three of us were writers, and we read about our experiences as dancers and prostitutes. There was a performance artist from Japan, another from Olympia, two burlesque dancers, and a musician. Basically, this was about people getting to know sex workers as human beings, people with talent who participate in the American economy and who deserve health care and labor rights. It was one hell of a show. We did 33 shows in 31 cities in 35 days. Most of our performances were at colleges like Reed, University of California, Haverford, or is that Haverford, Bard, and William & Mary, where we got caught in a controversy we never saw coming. The short version is Wren Cross was recently removed from the chapel because some people felt it was offensive. I have nothing to say in this particular controversy, but it was a big one, especially in the conservative trades. We showed up at the school not much later, and so the story ran, William & Mary bands Cross invites sex workers. There was even a cartoon in the Washington Times. Of course, the two stories have nothing to do with each other. I wasn't going to get involved in this controversy until Bill O'Reilly, in his characteristic way, decided to deliberately lie about us on his program. He claims we were soliciting students and offering sexual services for pay on campus. This is an outright lie. There were 12 of us on this tour. Hey, Bill O! (laughs) Yeah. We traveled in two vans and slept four to a room at night. If someone was soliciting business, we would have known about it. I would have known about it. The goal of the Sex Workers Art Show is noble. It's about education and empowerment. It's not about turning tricks on college campuses. No one has more integrity or a purer heart than the show's founder, Annie Oakley. Bill O'Reilly could learn a lot from her about honesty, about doing what's right. Instead, he libels and slanders, clawing through the mud in search of any attention at all. If Bill has any integrity, no, and there's no evidence he does, he'll issue an apology to the 12 of us. It's no wonder the Democrats refuse to debate on Fox. This is not a news channel at all. No kidding, Stephen. Stephen Elliott says it's not a news channel at all. Well, yeah, fake news. That's what the FN stands for, fake news channel. 997 on the poll. I bet you if I click it, refresh it. And that was that was some ordeal with that. Uh, and mm. you're right. See, if I would have found that splitter hanging down there, you know. I, I, I forgot. You know, I should have remembered that there's a splitter when we're talking about the Well, what difference did it make? That would have just, just sped up that process a little bit. Uh, who would have wanted that? And then I wouldn't have had to go in there and, and pull that up. A thousand votes even. Oh, oh baby. A thousand fo- votes right on the nose. Do you, do you see what a phenomenal week this is going to be? Now, when are you Can't on wait. vacation? First week of April. Oh, and I'm on vacation the week after that. Correct. Well, not something. Won't that be special? And that means we get Josh Cordes back in there again for that guy out there that's got the hots for Josh. Yeah. You know, the guy, the caller out there is going, Oh, that's I right. sure miss Josh Cordes. When's he coming? But we don't need that fat Chris. He said portly. He said fat. Oh. Oh, he, he said portly, but he meant fat. Oh. 27 past 11 at QAM. Everybody. Hi, Junior, honey. G is for the ghastly things it can do. 
You is for ugly rednecks who own more than two. And is for the NRA that wants your friends to die today. S is for the sedentary, pasty iron nanny guns. That ballot tremble pleases you. Guns supplement your teeny mushroom. Use your gun today to kill some kids for the NRA. Guns were made for schmucks like you. G is for the gory things you can do. You is undereducated in bread goons. N is for the NRA that spelled sideways says USA. C, easy to get more of all the death that you adore. Guns kill anyone who offers you. Guns will make your So you use my gun here, take it. When you clean it, please don't break it. Guns were made to kill me too. Guns are made for schmucks like you. You can do it. Let me ask you one thing. You like it? Oh, yeah. 11-34-26 till noon. Shoot 'em up, baby. It's the American effing way. Angry people, crazy people with guns. I'm pissed off. I don't like where I used to work. I don't like my next-door neighbor. I don't like the guy across the street. I don't like the way he parts his hair. I don't like the way this guy's driving next to me here on the highway. But a bing. That's the way you do it. Just like Santino said before he got blown away in the causeway. But a bing. You blow their brains all over your nice side release. That's the way to do it. Anyway, what am I getting excited about? 1,014 mm-hmm. votes on the poll. That is stellar. For, for a stupid poll question like this about hair color, but, uh, but then again, I think it's got like sexual overtones and undertones to it. Oh, yeah. Everything does. does. Yeah, like when we did the thing about paper or plastic. That's got sexual overtones depending on what you're wrapping up in the plastic. You know, That's right. Or in the paper. What the plastic's shaped like. Huh. Kind of like the state of Florida, no doubt. 1,017 votes. Boy, I love when they start. The votes start coming in big chunks, you know? Big chunks, like pineapple chunks. And that's one thing about me, I don't know about you, but I've never been, and of course I shouldn't be eating it anyway because it's, it's mm-hmm. pure sugar, you know. I've never been a big pineapple fan. I like pineapple, but it makes your mouth raw, so I can't have like a lot of it. You know, one of the times that I went to Hawaii, I was there six times, boy, do I love Hawaii. Man, Waikiki is beautiful. And rented a car like I always do when I go there and drove all the way up to the uh, to North Beach, you know, North Shore, whatever the hell they call it. See, it's so many years ago, North Beach, my ass, North Shore. And saw the gigantic waves and all the surfers. Mm. But anyway, and I think drove right past the Dole Pineapple plant. Okay. Well, that's the end of the story. It's almost as soon as Like the guy said before, it's marginally interesting. I didn't promise it was going to be like scintillating or spectacular, but it, it was just, you know, it was just something to do. See, that's one thing about me. Like, well, like when people go to Vegas and they don't rent a car. I, I don't understand those people. Hmm. Well, what are you going, hmm, like that? In other words, you well, disagree? I, I didn't rent a car, but if you stay on the strip, you don't need one. 
But that's the point. If you're going to go to Vegas for a few days or even for a weekend or like a long weekend, don't you want to drive out in the mountains and see all the sights and the, go out there and see the rock squatters and all those other people? Not those mountains. I mean, I took a, a, a tour of the Hoover Las Dam Montañas? while we were there. Huh? We took a little bus tour over to the Hoover Dam. But, right. Uh, damn. Yeah. But I don't want to say those mountains. It's not like that damn square in Amsterdam. Well, who put the dam in Amsterdam, huh? That's my question. And is Janarino over there still plugging Maybe the dikes? Claude Van Dam. Could be. Damn. Oh, I can't stand him. He, he's Good. another one of those people. If he's in the movie, uh-huh, uh-huh. not for me. Good plan. Yeah, yeah I don't damn. like him at all. I don't know what it is about him. He just... Uh, he sucks? He, yeah, that, that could be it. That could be part of the problem. Like uh, Richard Gere, there's another one. And the uh, what's what's the one you were talking about last week that you can't stand if he's Robert in the movie? Robert Downey Jr. Well, there's, well there's, there's so many. Christian Slater. Now, see, I don't, I don't have any problem with that. You know what? He, he has been so eclipsed by other people that I hate. Yeah. Oh, Colin Farrell is the one that I was talking about that oh. you're thinking of. No. Colin Farrell. Yes. Okay, whatever you say. He I'm agree. Well, <laughs> whatever you say. Five, six, seven. Our poll question on the air, though, today is what are we going to do to get those numbers back up again, especially on that morning show? What, what shape does the table have to be to get you listening to our morning show again? Because obviously the square table ain't cutting it, you know? What? Well, trapezoids. Trapezoid would be good. Zoid. WQAM, hello. Hey, when you're in Hawaii, did you hang 10? Yeah. <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. I was there with Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys, and he asked me. Do you like it? But anyway, five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, and pound five, sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I question. That's your natural habitat, isn't it? What is it? Your natural habitat, isn't that? On your hands and knees? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty. There's only one thing I want to say. Well, there are many things I'd like to say, but most importantly... You're gay. And pound five, sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. See, we're not going to get a lot of calls about our morning show in the shape of the table. And you want to know why? Because most of the people listening to us right now aren't listening to our morning show. That's, that's unfortunate. What are we going to do about that? George doesn't listen to it. What? What? And then when I'm in here in the morning now, waiting for your ass to show up there at about uh, 8.25, I have it uh, on very, very low. So just just sort of like, hmm. You know, like, oh, and speaking of on simmer, do you know what I did? I don't think I've ever done this before in my life. And you're going to really chew me up. You're going to say you're you're getting your old-timers disease acting up. This is not good. What's that? So last night I cooked a little uh, something on the stove, you know, a little supper. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, this morning I went in there you know, to nuke my uh, bacon at uh, 8.30 whenever, like I always do. And luckily for me, well, I was, I was lucky as hell. I wouldn't be here right now if I would have, like, made a bad move. And when I, as I reached up to put my, uh, the stuff with the paper towel and the, and the bacon in the microwave, I felt some heat. And I looked down and the front right burner was on. It was on low, oh. but it was on all night. Uh, everybody does that. They do? Every once in a while, Sure. Damn good thing it wasn't a gas stove. <laughs> no, seriously, my electric stove was on. Mm-hmm. Now, can you imagine the po- the possibilities if I would have gone over there and kind of like braced myself to like put that thing? Holy mackerel, baby! Am uh, I the only person, or once in a while? Yeah, and I do have this fear of heights. I didn't used to have it. Really? And I developed it many years ago at Hazel Park in Detroit. I was I was on the upper level, and for some reason I looked down. You know, I looked straight Ooh. down, and at that point I got like dizzy. You know, and from that point on. I started developing a fear of heights. For example, like I have this little balcony here in my apartment. And, you know, in the summertime, it, it, it's nice if you it's got room for a couple of lawn chairs out there, you know. And, and friends, when they come up, they go out there. and they, In fact, what they really do is they go out there and smoke a faggot on the uh, balcony because they figure, I don't really care God. if they're smoking here. It's not a problem, huh? 
How do you light fire to one of those? Well, I guess they're already flaming. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I won't go out there. Because I'm, really? nine, I'm nine stories up here in my building, and I won't go out there. Because if I look down, I'm not saying I want to jump. But, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Do you, you follow what I'm no, saying? No, I, I know. We, it's, a, it's one of those things. And when I went to the top of the Empire State Building last time when I was in New York, you know, you go to the, you take the elevator and you go to the top, and they, they've got that high railing over there. To, I don't think it's really possible to jump from the Empire State Building because the, the, the railing is so high. Mm-hmm. But you look down and like, oh, and you start getting seasick and the room is spinning. And it's it's kind of like you know, your situation there in that studio. Yeah, seasick. That's what without, it is. Without the, without the aroma. 1,031 votes on the pool. I say 1,200 days is what we're shooting for. What do you think, Chris? Even on a pool like this... About brown hair and black hair and purple hair and curly hair. Dumb as dirt. This is the moment you dreaded the most. You're on the web without any clothes. You lifted your shirt to show your chest. It did nothing for Ryan Seacrest And they might kick you off the show Some new ones came out that are disgusting You open your mouth but it isn't to sing You fairy You say those photos are not me Now you're on your knees, ironically Begging, please keep me on the show Cause you took some new pics You showed me some skin We're glad that it's you and not play again You made a mistake You can't explain why You thought it was a good idea at the time You took some new pics The camera don't hide One thing's for sure You're not very shy Ten forty six on a pool and eleven forty six on a clock. Oh my god, take a puke at that baby. Wow, what could that mean? Anything? No. No. So they just had uh, Thomas Roberts. See, I never watch headline news, do you? No. Ever. Oh, George is uh, doing a trace? Yeah, I guess so. He said if he's not back, call the cops. <laughs> oh no. I think it must be all those toxic fumes. In fact he's probably releasing some right now, but nevertheless. It's not go there. Thomas Roberts is an, a news anchor for Headline News, and uh, he's written a thing about how he was molested by a priest when he was 14 years old. This is what he writes. They just had him on CNN, on the regular, on the main the thing. He's back. You're back? <sighs> Do you ever watch Headline News? No. Occasionally, but not as a rule. Do you know who Thomas Roberts is? He's one of the news anchors? No. 14. The abuse lasted three years. It took nearly 20 years for me to gather the strength to put my abuser behind bars. Now a year after justice was done, I'm ready to tell my story publicly in ways I never had before, he says. My abuser was Father Jeff Tui, a trusted man of God. He was the equivalent of a religious celebrity in my private all-boys Catholic school in Baltimore. Father Jeff was every boy's friend and mentor. I considered him my mentor as well. That's tormentor. When my parents divorced, I was sent to Father Jeff to help me cope with all the changes. Divorce in the mid-80s still seemed so foreign. Plus, I was just a kid, and I didn't know much about divorce. I just knew it sucked. 
All I had at that time in my life was my family and school. Those were my constants. But as my family fell apart, so did my life at school. After the abuse began, high school became a prison of shame and lies. I felt trapped. My parents would be horrified to know their favorite marriage, put their son at risk to be sexually abused, and that the man abusing me was the high school chaplain and beloved priest. And then there's a link on here. It says, watch Robert's mom say the priest will burn in hell. I, well, I want to see that. You're going to burn right. in hell. I'd like to see that, too. Would you like mm-hmm. to see him? Oh, yeah. Mm. I hope they have pictures. Video at 6. The school would never believe me, I thought, and I feared I'd be expelled if I revealed the abuse. I was 14 with no voice except the one in my head saying, you can never tell the truth about what is happening. Roughly a month after the abuse started, I attempted to commit suicide. I took a bottle of my mother's pills. I lined them up one by one on my maple dresser. I took them all and lay in my bed hoping to just fade away and die. My sister Patsy came home and found me. It was the day before her 18th birthday. She saved my life that day just by merely coming to my room to say hi. She saw the pill bottle and went to get Ipecac, which made me throw up. Ipecac. What is that? Ipecac? Ipecac what is that? It made you throw up. Oh, it made him throw up. I never heard of that. What is it? Like, um, it's, it's used to induce vomiting. Well, why would you have that in the house? To induce vomiting. Oh, okay. Or you could just work at QAM and be in that studio sure. where you are. Or you could be dealing with these technical uh, screw-ups. My parents were terribly upset by my actions. No. Father Jeff was told I tried to kill myself. All agreed I just needed more counseling. Father Jeff's exact words were, you have so much to live for. Well, yeah, Father Jeff liked him more when he was alive. He's a little bit warmer. I felt so cornered I had nowhere to go and no one to run to. I just became numb to the abuse. This too shall pass is one of my favorite religious sayings. The abuse did pass, but it left me so insecure about who I was. When I was in college, another boy, Michael Goles, came forward and reported his abuse at the hands of the same Father Jeff. I knew I could help Michael if I, too, revealed Father Jeff's abuse, but out of a feeling of self-preservation, I remained quiet. Michael wasn't believed, and his case was thrown out of court. Nearly 20 years after the abuse started, I became strong enough to go back and confront what had happened to me. I was strong enough to tell my family the truth. I was strong enough to report it to the Archdiocese. And I was strong enough to call Michael Goles and tell him, I'm sorry, and that I believe him because it happened to me, too. Together, we were strong enough to see our abuser finally commit, uh, admit his crimes. Father Jeff was charged with ten criminal counts of child sex abuse in relation to my case. He asked for a plea, admitted his guilt in court. He was sentenced to five years in jail but only served ten months. He was released early to serve eight months in home detention. This story is so layered, for a long time I couldn't talk about it without crying. But a year ago, CNN anchor Anderson Pooper and CNN senior producer Charlie Moore approached me about telling and following my story. I was scared. I was scared of being so honest and televising this journey. What would people think? Would I ruin my career? But I came to the conclusion that I will not be scared anymore. I won't be scared of telling the truth because it might be uncomfortable for people to hear. If this story compels even one person to seek help for being sexually abused, then it's all worth it. All it takes is telling one person. From there, strength grows, and you can tell a second person, and so on. Then you can finally have control of your life back. He's got to be on Anderson Pooper tonight, by the way. I think I'm going to watch that. I never watch Anderson's Pooper. Hey, Anderson. You fair. Well, that's right. One of his friends will call in right now and uh, say, oh, Anderson is not... Uh, Yay. He's got two uh, girlfriends and a partridge and a pear tree, and he likes a big pear, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure he likes a big pear, all right, but now what you're thinking. 1,053 votes on the poll. Pear rhymes with hair. As in bear, bear, and bear, uh, whatever it was. Rabbit. Bear, rabbit. 5670560. Oh, How about uh, Welsh... Well, what do they call that? Welsh rarebit? Okay. What is I've heard, that? I've heard that. I, I don't know. Welsh rarebit, not Welsh rabbit, but it kind of sounds like that. Of course, if it's from the British Isles, you know it's from Hungary. You're not going to say, oh, fat. But I think it's like it's <laughs> like uh, something with a bunch of cheese on it. Probably craft. Fat. Melted uh, cheddar cheese on it. Welsh rarebit. Well, why don't you Google it and see what that is? All right. 
I would take a whole bunch of these calls. We'd have like a real sweep of phone calls right now, but there aren't any. A little spastic on the phone today after I after the early part of the show. If you missed that, you missed some real radio history, boys and girls. Old Neil crawling around on the floor, sticking this over here and sticking that over there. And, Rectum. Yeah. Trying to find the right the slot and the right uh, cord and all this other with that uh, damn... You know, isn't, isn't it a lucky thing, though, that well, I have all these extra keyboards? Although, you know, if I was creative, I could have just unplugged the keyboard from this other thing over here from my other computer and done that. But if, if you never would have told me where to stick it, so to speak, I would, <laughs> I'd still be... Well, you know... Well, I got experience there. What the hell do I know about that? Stick the, it. The, the purple thing and the green thing and all this other crap. Yep. Well, you're right, it's all color-coded. The it's all color-coded. Even a child could do it, and even oh, God. an old queen like me could do it. And so if you missed that, you missed some real radio history. I bet you even Rick Shaw, if he got a chance to hear that, was thinking, oh, ho, 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 whatever that means, you know. Five, six, and this is my last time I'm going to push for the call thing, because I can see, because you know this call ain't getting on the air. I can see there ain't nothing going to happen today, which is very sad. Some facts need the whole uh, deal, but yeah, Rarebit is rabbit. The, the real deal about Welsh Rarebit? Yeah. It's not, it's not rabbit. It is rabbit. It is rabbit? Well, you know the Welsh, they speak that Gaelic. You know all about Gaelic. Oh, they speak gay. Lick. Lick. Oh, there's nothing like a gay. lick. So that's how, they, that's how they say it, apparently. Uh-huh, Gaelic. How about a couple of Gaelics? No, thanks. 1060 on the pole. I don't know what 1060 is on the dial. That just doesn't sound like a frequency that I'm too familiar with. 1050 was Chum and uh, WMGM, which became WHN New York. But 1060, don't know from it. WQAM, hello. What's with that Billy Graham crap? WQAM, hello. QAM. What is it? Yeah, see, I couldn't even get it. Maybe that was Bobby again. Hey, Bobby, call and make a funny sound, Bobby. You can do it. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. Come on, let's get these phones smoking. Square table, rectangular, or trapezoid? Which one do you like best? How about oct- octagonal? Ooh, how about dodecahedron? Ooh, I like that, too. More poles. You know something? Oh, it is Welsh rabbit, or it can also be called Welsh rarebit. See, that's why I was confused on huh? This said. is from uh, Sean, isn't it? Or is what? it not? What? The, it's from Wikipedia. I just printed it out. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these poll ideas. No. Because it looks like Sean. No, it's no. not from somebody else. Boy, everybody's sending this in polls. We've got to stay on here for 100 years just so we can use up all the poll ideas. We wouldn't let, let any of them go to waste. Welsh rabbit or rarebit is traditional Welsh snack dish, also known as toasted cheese. Ooh, cheese on toast is a simpler variant of this dish. Traditional rabbit is made by grating cheese and blending it with beer or a little milk and butter. That's how you make a rabbit. Adding seasoning, particularly mustard, and spreading the mixture onto hot toast. Then the whole thing is heated briskly from above, a procedure known as grilling in British English, broiling in North America. You broils it. However, this last thing is a relatively new variation, dating from the widespread introduction of domestic electric and gas cookers in the early 20th century. Traditionally, the dish is a viscous liquid. Oh, viscous. Normally poured or spooned. Classically, the cheese used in Welsh rabbit is Lancashire, cheddar, or double Gloucester. Although red Leicester... See, I don't know Careful. how to say that. Is it popular? Leicester. No. Is it? That's my guess. Red Leicester is a popular I don't know. Substitute. Well, these Brits, man. Who the Oxford English Dictionary states it can also be simply slices of toasted cheese laid on toast. Though this is more commonly known as che- cheese <laughs> on toast. They really oh, went out on a list for that one, yeah. It's more commonly known as cheese on toast. Kind of like a Schmidt on a shingle, kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I had some butter on bread. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's one of my very favorites. And peanut butter on bread ain't too bad either. Careful, though. 
That's what Barry Jackass did. I noticed Barry Jackass didn't write anything about the trends. Thank God for that. Let's keep it a secret. Let's not tell anybody that the oh, guys across the street beat the living daylights out of us in morning and afternoon drivers. Well, they usually don't write about trends, do they? No, they usually don't. So I guess maybe he's prohibited from doing that. It was only one month. Let's hope it's a fluke. But uh, one has very serious doubts. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Ladies and gentlemen, if I could offer only one tip for the future, act strange and people will leave you alone. The rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. Put a slinky around your neck and try to walk downstairs backwards head first. Sit naked in a large bowl of Rice Krispies and sing feelings while the kernels go snap, crackle, and pop. Go up to a ticket booth and try to stick your head through the hole where they say how much. Lick a stranger. Tell them you're from Bosnia and you're a country. It's a sign of respect. Take lots of pills. One of them might work. Occasionally ask a stranger if they've heard anything from Lewis. Be annoying. During an IRS audit, staple the guy's hand to his desk. Moon a funeral. Play go fetch with a seeing eye dog while he's working. Run naked through a mall yelling, Killer bees! Killer bees! Say the word titty without smiling. Try to figure out who said Paulie Shore should star in movies. Don't be surprised if it's the same guy who said John Gacy should work with kids. Ask an old lady if you can carry her groceries and try to make a run for it. Disappear for great lengths of time. Try to touch your forehead with your tongue. It may not work, but many women will appreciate the effort. At a high school reunion, tell your old English teacher that your dog's still eating your homework. Ask Mark McGuire if he'll take a million dollars for one of his balls. Try to find the secret to Caratop's success. Understand your conception was an accident, that your parents got wasted and wanted a few more laughs before they passed out. Try not to lose your finger in your nose. Pick up Bob Costas and toss him on the lawn next door. Go on a car trip with Bob Costas and force him to stay in his car seat. Try to dribble Bob Costas. Ask all your friends and family for forgiveness. Knowing you, you've done some crap that's really pissed them off. Wish no ill will to anyone, unless you don't like them. Then screw them, they're on their own. Realize anyone who says they're completely happy are completely full of crap. Ask a hell's angel if he's a woman or has he always walked like that. Understand that there are bad people in the world and you may just be one of them. Sniff an old lady. Imagine Gomer Pyle in a gay bar trying to get lucky. Do this without laughing. <laughs> Find what's left of your innocence. Understand it. Embrace it. Protect it. And every so often, take it out for a nice nosh. Care enough not to care. Hum while you eat. Act strange, and people will leave you alone. 12.03 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Monday, but we're not that far away from uh, the big day, St. Patty's Day. Oh, I thought you meant Wednesday early release day. That's what exactly what I meant. Wednesday Marlin Day. We love the Marlins. They are the best. How about those Panthers, man? They're like, uh, they're still not going to make it. 
How about those Leafs uh, coming from behind 3-1 in the third period and tying up Ottawa, winning in overtime 4-3 on Saturday? A miracle, baby. It's a miracle. Go, Leaf, go. Go, Leaf, go. See, that's what we got in the South Florida, man. It's a lot of passion. Got by Ryan O'Byrne. Oh, yeah. Did they turn the What's air that? off again, Chris? What did he do, turn the air off again? They might have turned the air conditioning off because of all the fumes. I can find out. It kind of seems well, like that. Well, it's getting stifling in here. You know, it's, it sounds to me like we have these chronic between the phone situation and between the we can't breathe in the studio situation with the toxic fumes and the AC can't be on. And but It sounds to me like we have just an ongoing situation. I could be wrong, you know. Yeah, and uh, I'm farting really bad, too. Yeah, let's have some hockey talk. What do you say? Let's get Rimmer on here and get some hockey talk. That'll get us down to those uh, numbers right that we got on the sports shows. So that's our, maybe we'll do the poll tomorrow on that, even though I got this pile of phenomenal polls. I think that's a great idea. On the, on the morning show. Well, I didn't even oh. say what it was yet, and you thought it was a great idea. I thought, thought it was going to be on just a general, uh, what should the station do? What should the station do with what? Oh, see, you know what you remind me of? What do I remind you of? You remind me of a friend of mine that every time I have a conversation with about the same subject, and he, and he always tells me the same thing. And I keep telling him, don't tell me that because it's not going oh, to oh, happen, I okay? I know, I know. He, oh, yeah, being married as you are, you know that there are some conversations right. that just, and with your mother, the same thing. Uh-huh. And, and like I tell him, I am not going to move back to South Florida. I'm not going to be doing my shows there. I'm not going to have them build a studio in the house so I don't have to ever leave the house like some kind of a hermit. And mm. I don't want to be there. Don't don't you get it? I, you know, I, I do, time. nevertheless. Now, what were we talking about in regard to that? The morning show. No, we weren't. <laughs> no, but but what you... You're, you're talking about whole the poll. Stick, No, listen to me. See, you're All trying right. to change the subject. Your whole thing is, well, what should we do besides sports? No, that, that's your whole thing. That's not going to happen. Don't you understand? I do. Don't I you do understand? understand? Up until we you go don't bankrupt. get it that sports is our lifeblood, baby. No, it's what it's all about. When we have our news updates, they're not about news. They're about listen, sports. That's listen, right. Listen, listen. Now let me ask you this question. Do you like it? No. no. Listen, the format will change someday. Yeah. Someday. Somebody's going to get tired of losing money and change the format to something that will make money. But you can understand that these people these are obsessed people with it. it. I know. These people, including right. Bruce Beasley, who I had That's last right. not that many weeks ago, back Christmas time, they're obsessed with it. We're going to be mm-hmm. the best damn sports station, even if we have no audience left. Even if the table is like, uh, you know, pineapple and uh, guacamole. Guacamole? Guacamole. Yeah. So that's what we need to do is find out what it is, what, what's these people's take. There must be some people listening to us between 10 and 2 or listening to the Kenny and Bo Morning Show between 7 and 10 every morning exclusively here on QAM. We need some input, baby, and they need some input. They, they need an uh, attitude adjustment. And then when I heard that Dickie V was going to be on tomorrow, I thought to myself, you know what I thought? <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Happy Monday. Back to you, sir. You sound very depressed. Did anybody tell you today that they love you? Because I love you, man. Thanks, Pally. I, I need that. I, actually, that you know what? Sweet. No, it was nice. See, I, let, let me just say this, okay? I don't want to start sounding like maudlin or like I'm old and doddering. I am old, but not doddering yet. I'll get there. But but when you get... Seriously, I'm not joking about this. It's funny he mentioned that because I was telling somebody about that over the weekend. When you get to this point in life, whether it's physically or verbally or even even like an email like I got a little while ago and it just made me feel kind of nice somebody kind of like reached out and patted me on the shoulder and told me something interesting that was a positive a pleasant thing to, and th- that's what you need give the old man a little pat on the head that's all a little pat on the back you know just like when Josh Cordes comes in there every morning overdoes it a little bit I love you man yeah which uh, you know, I, don't know what he's, I think he's looking for the will John 
567-0505. All you need is gloves. That's what OJ said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, more than enough. WQAM, hello. Go, let's go. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, you're one of the sexiest son of a guns I've ever seen. Yeah, huh? Well, you ain't mean anything. Okay, well, get, that, get those eyes fixed, pa- baby. Pally, whatever you are. See, these people don't even want to comment on the morning show. Now, do you think that none of our listeners listen to the uh, Kenny and Bo morning show? No, on the I, I don't know, but that'd be a good poll to take to find out. You know. We'll do it tomorrow. We, we, we need to get, I mean, they're, they're down to a 1-7 in this last trend, and of course, we're probably not supposed to talk about that, but we, we talk about all the numbers. I mean, we didn't set the world on fire in that month either, obviously, but, but you know, we still came out treading water a little bit, as opposed to, when, when this radio station starts getting shares in the 1s and low 2s in the sports segments, that, to me, may be cause for alarm. I don't know. You know me. I get a little, ah, a little wiggy every now and then. Not, yeah. not me. And these people, they just don't want to fess up and give us the story is what they don't want to do, do they? They're, they're just, uh, they ain't telling. WQAM, hello. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Uh, have you guys ever checked out the movie The Corporation? Well, it sounds no. awful familiar. Who's in it? Uh, it's a documentary. Uh, a bunch of people, you should probably uh, go down checking it out. A bunch of people are in it. Okay, well, I definitely want to see that then got a bunch of people in it. I thought he was talking about that movie with uh, Gene Hackman. Well, what is that movie where he's like eavesdropping? He's, uh, I don't know. You, you don't know that? He's in the truck eavesdropping on something, uh, one of these corporate, uh, whatever the hell it is. Sorry. You don't know that movie? Nope. It's only been on cable like 75,000 times, and that's just this week, and it's only Monday. Wow. WQAM, hello. Yeah, talk to Neil. Speaking, sir. Hey, Neil. You're talking about the Kenny and Bo morning show. Yes, sir. Here we go. Finally, somebody's going to give us some. We're not, we're not looking to do a slice job. We just want an honest evaluation. Absolutely. I've been listening to you, you know, to you for over 10 years. And, I, you know, I, I like sports, but you can only handle so much of it. And uh, I, I actually wrote a letter to the program. Who's the program director there? Josh Cordes? Clarence Darrow. Not Josh Cordes. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong Josh. Josh Darrow. Uh, Don't blame Josh Cordes for that show. I mean, for our... Uh, go ahead. So I wrote, I wrote a letter to Clarence uh, saying how I could not believe that he would put on, no offense to Kimbo, you know, he's a big man, but he is just, as you would put it, ponderous in the morning to listen Dullard. to. Oh, God. And, you know, he tries to feed off Kenny, who could be decent, but it's just really, really horrible to listen to. And I wrote an email, and uh, they wrote me back saying how happy they were with the morning show and how they're getting a great trend. And, you know, I, I, was, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wish I could see this email. I'm going to look for it because it is hilarious, the response. Oh, i got to see that. I want to read it on the air if you forward I'll that to us. take a look. But that, I really can't handle that in the morning, man. It's really, it's really horrible. Okay, thanks, pal. I'll see you at the rectangular table. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So what do you think about that guy? A straight or not by? What do you think? <laughs> 1,083 votes on the pool. No, I, see, the thing with, you know, Mad Dog had his thumb on it a long time ago, and, of course, I preceded him by a zillion years on it when I stopped having guests on here. Guests are a tune-out. Don't you understand? If I had Heine Manouche on the year, if I had Hyman Roth on the year, if I, if I, it's a tune-out. There's only a certain percentage of the audience that's going to tune in because they're interested in hearing what Hyman Roth has got to say. There's only one thing he says these days, oh, and that's hey. it. Guests are suck. And then, of course, when you have all the prefabricated segments, that's what I call them. I don't know what else you would call them, you know? No, that's it. Segments. Prefab segments. And I've been screaming about this for how many years now? And they just, And this is Clarence, man. This is their idea. This is their concept of sports programming. It's today, it's Drew Rosenstein and Schwartzkrantz. Tomorrow, it's going to be uh, Ira Windbag sack, uh, you know, sack of crap. Oh, 
God. And, of course, if I'm a listener and if I, if I think Ira Winbag sounds like a squeaky little high school girl, I'm probably going to tune it out. I'm going to say to myself, oh, I'm not going to listen to that crap. And then maybe I won't even, even if I like the rest of what's on, even if I'm dying to hear what's on the octagonal table, uh, I'm not going to tune back in probably. What these people know about the broadcasting industry, about length of listenership, about maintaining an audience, about building an audience, about radio promotion, what these people know about it, you could put in Joe Bell's and have room for the Chinese army left over in there. And from what I'm hearing, they're marching, baby. They're on their way from San Jose. 1084 on the pool. What did I tell you? We got 1,200 lick today, Chris? Yeah, lick it. Definitely. 1,200 lick today on a Monday, on a day that will live in infamy. Rogers. Ah. Driving in my car, I see those blue lights pulling over me. Seems my blood alcohol content was not where it was supposed to be. No, I couldn't walk a straight line. Impossible that was for me. My breath sank so So bad. I got a quick driving smashed in my car. 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 And innocently I cop. It's a good time to stop. Stop driving smashed in my car. Okay, I was in the car about a half an hour ago listening to you. First of all, Nick Carter has more talent in his right toe than you will ever have, and he's not a pineapple head, you stupid fat faggot. <laughs> he's kind of a young chubby faggot, if you ask me, Nick Carter, but what do I know, you know? Hey, you he's think everybody's gay. gay. I beg your pardon? He's stupid fat faggot. Yeah, that's right. I, you know, that's one thing uh, about that call. That's why it's so precious that we have it. We get very few young female callers like that. In fact, most of our female callers wouldn't know Nick Carter from Anson Carter, the hockey player. Famous anus. Mm-hmm. Or whatever his name is, five six seven oh five sixty. I was I was just thinking about well that was a pretty good period of time even though you didn't like it because they were all guys you know and they were in there because of, what's his name uh, Perlman wasn't that his name the guy we just had the story right. about Lou Papa Lou Papa Lou Papa, uh, Papa Lou and Baba Lou and um, mm-hmm. whatever else it was. Lou Perlman, and who is he involved with? Charlie Crist? Yeah. Oh, but, but I know Charlie's a friend of the family, and Charlie is going to be involved with all these women, and he's a heterosexual guy, and he's very, very horny for this uh, bitch uh, in Palm Beach, blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. Right. Come on, you already you already won the election, Charlie. What do you got to lose, huh? You fat fag. I mean, you skinny fag. Hey, you might want to run fat. for something else later on. Like That's right, you could president. be. Yeah. Maybe he and uh, Mark Foley could team up like on the pink ticket would be good. Five six seven, the pink party. Ever attend the pink party? No. Five six seven oh five sixty. I got to give that number out slowly because Bobby will be emailing me again. Oh, would you please give the number out again, Neil? Because I'm not here in the car and I can't write it down. <laughs> oh. And I'll call and make a funny sound. Well, come on, let's get a lot more calls here about what we're going to do to fix to repair the. Um, uh, you, you know, what, what do they call those things you used to sit in when you were like in in kindergarten and first grade? Desks. No, no, I'm not. Well, I'm not talking about uh, in the school. Like a high chair, isn't that what they call oh, the yeah. little kids? Right. Maybe that's what we need—a high chair for some of these sophomore comedy. You know. I like to sit in a, sit in a chair high. You you like to what? Sit in a chair high. What did he say, Chris? He wants to sit in a chair high. Okay. WQAM. QAM. Hello. 
Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Just out of curiosity, when Moore was around, did he do better than one point seven? Did he what? Did he do better in the ratings than one yes. point seven? Yes. Yes. Bring Mo back. I'm right. Bring Mo back. What do you say? Let's do a poll on that. Do, 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 At least do, do, do. he was good for some sick uh, comedy, but of course nobody would put up with him for five minutes. And that's why I played that. All you need is Mo bit, even though I played it too much. Because that's his whole stick. Yeah, when I was there, you had the numbers, blah, blah, blah. Now that I'm gone, your ratings are in the toilet. It all started with the first team, baby. It started with an impetuous thing by Greg Reed, who was never like, like most other radio mavens. People think they know somebody about this business. He could never stop screwing around with success long enough. So he would program the station by calling up Barry Jackass at the Herald, his post-personal paisan, and tell Barry, well, I'm really unsatisfied with the numbers on that morning show. And then, of course, history tells the rest, you know. Just one mistake after another mistake. And then, you know, uh, Greg messed over with Joe Rose. See, if Joe Rose never would have gone across the street, if they wouldn't have stabbed him in the back and lied to him, if he wouldn't have gone over there, they'd be playing Hungarian mazurkas right now. Mm -hmm. That's correct. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Here's the new format, morning drive and afternoons. WQAM, hello. What about Herb Alpert music all day? What do you think? Coming right up. QAM. Neil. Yes. Long time listener. I started listening to QAM because of you. Wow. But because so, of you, there's a song in my heart. Yes, go ahead. The early morning show with the big O yeah. and that new show solid. at seven yes. is terrible. Hmm. There's no content with Kenny and Bo. No content at all. And, and, and like they have three minutes of conversation and it goes right into commercial. Mm -hmm. I miss Hank in the morning. <laughs> I, I, I Let's get Hank up at 4.30 in the morning again, okay? Let's get Thank his fat ass out of bed at 4.30. I, I think we've been there, done show. that, okay? That didn't work either. What? Now, what? Oh, we got 1101 now. We're over 1100. We'll make that 1200 day easy, baby. We got an easy target today. 1200 votes, hands down your pantaloons all the way to your kneecaps. Wow. See, it's one thing if you stick your hands down your pants, but then it's another thing if your belt is too tight, and sometimes you can't get it back out of there. First of all, you shouldn't be sticking your hand down your pants anyway, pervert. But anyway. Oh, let me get it out of there then. Remember what I said to you before about many, many years ago about Greg Reed and breaking the egg? Remember I used that yes. analogy? Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. The big fat egg took a big fall. Now it's in 80 million pieces. And there's Greg. He's, trying, he's got the LePage's glue out. And he's trying to glue it back together again. Well, it ain't his problem anymore. No, he, it's just like George Bush. The war won't be his problem either in uh, you know, a year and a half. But then it'll be somebody else's who'll just inherit it and then try to try to put all those little pieces of what used to be America and the world back together again. If there's any pieces left by the time Bush gets hell out of there. And the same thing with Greg Reed, man. And, of course, Jolly Joe comes along. Now, do you remember me bitching and hollering about how long, how I kept screaming about, when is this yes. man going to finally get off his ass and do something? And they waited. Like Larry King, he's in suspended animation, man. Waited and waited. And we kept waiting for the other shoe to drop for something to happen. And when the numbers kept dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping, you know. I, I Not that I'm, look, look, the checks show up. Nice going, Joe. The check shows up a day early like it did again last week. It's supposed to be there on the 9th because the 10th was on a Saturday. It shows up on Thursday the 8th. Thank God for Joe Bell, okay? My paycheck shows up early, and it's a big fat one in the check, too. WQAM, hello. Yeah, love you and love your show, buddy. Yes, sir. 
As far as the morning show goes, yes. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you: if you owned a car dealership, would you read spots for another car dealership? Well, what's that got to do with anything? You you listen for what spots? Uh, no, I just find it. I, I think Old Campus should just stick to selling cars. The show is ponderous. They make Jimmy Cephalo's show sound interesting. Jimmy Cephalo's got a show. Oh yes, he's got the Dolphin Hour. <laughs> hey and Jimmy, the Dolphin, the, the Dolphin Hour lasts two hours. Well, that's another reason I'm glad I'm not there. I'm, I'm missing that every week. Okay, thanks for the bad news. Jimmy Cephalo, she's got a show. And then, and then the funny part of it, to show what a Bush League market is, the two stations are battling who's going to get the rights for the Dolphins. But both stations agree that they want to bring Jimmy Syphilis back to squeak through the play-by-play again and embarrass himself. Oh, I, I hear that, and I, I just shake my head and wonder, what are you people thinking about? Do you have ears? Do your ears function? Can you hear it on the radio? Do you hear the sounds that this man is making? Do you hear the excuse for a play-by-play broadcaster that we're talking about? Hey, Jimmy. You fairy. Like I said. WQAM, hello. Not there, unfortunately. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you doing? Okay, how are you doing? Good. I uh, haven't listened to your show in a while. Uh, I moved out of South Florida. Good. And uh, Well, I'm not so good. I'm up in Central Florida. Oh, like I said, bad. <laughs> but uh, I catch your show here and there, but mm-hmm. I don't really get to listen to it as much as I used to. But uh, I like that little bit you play when you're coming back from the, the break about uh, Brady Quinn and shaving his balls listening to the one or two hours. Yeah. I, I love it. Do you? Yeah. You fair. Okay. I shaved my balls listening to the uh, eight to four hour. Okay, good. Keep busy. Watch out for that rusty blade, Pally. It's a bitch. Let's see what this fact says. Working late last Friday, I accidentally tuned into the Bimbo Coles Heat Show. To my surprise, his guest was... You guessed it, Ira Windbag. Now, I have nothing against Ira, but does he buy time there? What is he doing on his station morning, noon, and night? Every, as they say in China, every month again, Donnerstick, you turn on the radio, and there's freaking Ira Windbag, who sounds very suspiciously like, like his twin brother, like they're joined at the lip. Absolutely. I supported Bush after that tragic day. And to my surprise, disgust and shame, he let the sorties and Bin Laden get away and shifted the blame to Saddam Hussein. We're occupying Iraq. They're not the ones who attack. What's going on with this crap? We're occupying Iraq. Defense contractors are having fun. As we spread freedom, the point is a gun. The blood money profits have only just begun for KBRGE and Halliburton. Needlessly sending our kids to die. And the drilling mugwubs still support this guy. An advanced stage of syphilis must be the reason why. They believe George Bush is Jesus Christ. We're occupying Iraq. They are not the ones who attack. What's going on with this crap? We're occupying Iraq. Boy, George, why do you take so many vacations? You know, it's hard work. It's hard work. Everybody knows it's hard work. We've done a lot of hard work. I see on the TV screens how hard it is. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's just like that engineering guy did this morning between the 10 and the 10.45 or whatever it was. It's hard work, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to put in for some overtime, for some hazard pay. 11, what do we got, 11.17? 11.17? 
1,117 votes on the poll. That's not too bad for a really a horseball poll like this. It ain't that good. What hair color are you most attracted to? I guess it's okay, huh? It's sure not something I would have ever dreamed up. Whoever sent that in, I think it was one of Charlie's 400 polls. You've you got to admit this, because you know as well as I do, the one thing that we both dread about this show is coming up with a new poll idea every day. Uh, that is. That's and even if you do one that you did like six years ago, uh, oh, you did that one once before, oh. Neil. Yeah, yeah, big deal, you know? What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. But Charlie is just, he's, he's just like a, and most he's of my like machine, man. He is a poll machine, man. Don't tell me about machines. I had a good uh, day Saturday at Woodbine, and then, uh, why, why did I go back yesterday? Why did I go back so I could give it back? I didn't want to get uh, the money too warm in my pocket, you know? You can be dangerous. Uh, I see. So uh, I'll give it back, and then a little bit more. What hair color are you most attracted to? Blonde, 292. Gentlemen prefer blondes. Well, there's nothing wrong with blondes. Girls, guys, in Whatever. between. Yeah. No preference, I'll take any, 262. Brown, 158. Well, I got brown hair, and not too much of it right at the moment. Red, 152. Oh, red hair just, oh. Although, yeah, with women, red hair is, is different. It can be, see, the redheads are kind of freaky. They can look really good, but they can also look really But guys really with red bad. hair look like yeah. cartoon characters. Most of them got that real pasty. You've never seen head. any good-looking redheaded guys. No. Not a one. Red, okay. 152. Black, 150, like that real dark jet black hair, you know, like like most uh, Latinos have got jet black hair, don't they? Most Latins do, yes. Yes. Hmm. I hate this pull 52, as Charlie Christ would say, hmm. But that's only about women, of course. I that, that was funny, that guy. Well, my family knows him, and he dated women, and yeah, right. Mm-hmm, sure. I hate this pull 52. I prefer a bald woman, Yo Brittany, 14, Gray, Yo Shinehead. Gray 11, an artificial color like blue, orange, purple, 10, green. Green hair is nice. I prefer a bald man, 9, and white, 7, white hair. <laughs> oh. And guess who's got white hair? Who? Gay. Our gay governor. Oh. oh, another poll suggestion. Oh, I like this. This is cute. Mm-hmm. Regardless of which station gets the rights, who should call the Dolphin Games next season? And here's the, uh, here's the poll ideas. George and Freaky Carlos. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. That'd be some game call. Warren Cromarty and Lenny Martez. Bill Zimper and Jim Mandich. I like the way they spell Mandich. Hank Goldberg and Jim Mandich. Mo Howard David and Jim Mandich. Jimmy Cephalo and Joe Rose. Jim Mandich and Joe Rose. Anybody but, anybody but Jimmy, anybody but Mo. Who cares that Dolphins suck? Oh, that would be my choice. Who cares that Dolphins blow? Now, what's the game of the new coach, Chris? Uh, Clem Cadiddlehopper? Cam Cameron. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. I was pretty close. <laughs> I was pretty close. Clem Cadiddlehopper. You know who that was? No. What show that was? No, Red Skelton. Red Skelton. Speaking of redheads, red hair. God bless. God bless. The end of the show, he does. God bless. And I just said, oh, man. I, used to, I didn't like Red Skelton all that much. You know, I hate to say that. I guess I guess he was funny maybe once for five minutes. I missed that part of the show. Uh, I missed it altogether. WDQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, Neil. Thank God it's afternoon. Yes. Almost, yeah. Here's one. How about a ginger with pinky hair? Huh? Ginger? You know, a, a ginger. George knows what that is, if he's seen something. Oh, okay. What do you say? Do you know what that means? What he's talking about? Yeah, something, obviously. A redhead with the, li- the really light skin and freckles. Oh. 
a ginger with with stinky kinky is that what he, something like oh, he that? He was trying to be funny. He, just he was on. trying to be funny and very dirty. Sub Rosa, don't start being dirty on a nice clean show. No. Well, as long as I live, I'll never forget. Was it was it somebody that called in and said it, or was it a fax? I I think it was a fax. When the story about Tom Brady impregnating all these chicks came in, and and he said, "Oh, I always thought he was a clean cut young man." Well, what what does that mean? Clean-cut young men aren't uh, banging their brains out? Is that what this idiot was trying to tell me? I thought he was a clean-cut... Not a guy 29 years old going out there and having sex with all these chicks. Oh, who'd have thunk it? Who'd have, who'd have ever believed that a clean-cut young guy like Tom Brady or anybody like that would be doing such terrible things? WQAM, hello. Bob Green, please. <laughs> oh. WQAM, hello. What's you, hobo? Whoa! WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Good evening. Why don't you have uh, DJ Laz do stock talk from 8 to 10? Okay. Okay, we're working on it. Good segment, I think. I think he's got it made. We can certainly be- beat that 1-7. I mean, I-, I don't want to sound like a panic man or like I'm overreacting to those numbers because I realize the numbers are spastic and you can have a really bad month. But you know something? When are, when are they going to have a good month? You see what I'm saying? When is yeah. the morning show on this radio station going to rebound with a three-something, okay? A three-something would be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, that's not a, in men, since that's our target, I mean, it would, you know, it's not that gigantic. But wouldn't that be a nice number to start with? Yeah. Three-something? Like maybe even a three-something above a five, a three-six, a three-point-nine? Three-point-nine. Uh, right. You know what I think Kenny's biggest problem is that really turns a lot of people off? It makes, it makes me very upset. Is when he does that thing about, what does he call him, Robert Grieper, the Lord of the Board. Well, what's the other thing he says about him? He's Robert got this. Who? No, no. Robert Grieper, the um, Grim. Robert Reaper, the Grim Reaper, the Lord of the Board. I, okay. And when he says that, I just want to let out a scream. I mean, like, uh, I just want to get shry. I want, ah! I just get spastic. By the way. The Lord of the Board. Robert, the, oh, that's Robert, right. It's his 30th birthday, Robert too. Robert Grieper's birthday. How old's Robert Grieper? About 30, man. WQAM, hello. Well, he's ageless. QAM. Hi. Hello? Yes. Hi, Neil. How's it going? Okay. Um, about the... Uh... You sound just like Woody Graber. Uh, oh, thank but you. But you're not. I know. I know it's not. Go ahead. Um, about the uh, morning show. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Kenny and Bo's show about, like, once too many times. And yeah. uh, I think you guys should replace it with... Scott Brown! <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. WQAM, hello. Still. Yes. Wow. How you doing? Okay. Even hey, though I have to go to the, the dentist again this really afternoon. What is it? The morning show sucks. The morning show really sucks. Based on what? What is it that you don't like? Well, what is it we can? Whole, how can we fix concept. it for you? The thing is, you need a strong, a strong word. Not really strong. Let me let me set accept my good introduction. Yeah, we, lean in. The majority of South Florida listeners that listen to you, Neil, they, they tune in at 10 and they tune out at 2, maybe a little bit of crossover to Mandage. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, it blows. How does he really feel, though? Well, I'm sure there must be somebody out there. I mean, they do have a 1-7. There must be somebody can call in and say how much they like the square table and the gay or not straight or straight or not bi or, uh, you know, which one's got the Tony, Boney Maroney. Oh, I might want to cue that up again, you know. Do it. You got me into that Larry Williams stuff. Well, Chicken acted that by sending me this um, this disc. And of course, anybody that's out there that's over 150 years old, 
See, there, were, there was something about being a kid back then and listening to the radio back then, and why is it all table of contents error? Can you explain to me why that does that every now and then? Sometimes you'll put the same disc in and the same mm-hmm. CD deck, and it doesn't do that. Some decks are more sensitive. It could be that your lens needs cleaning, etc. My so lens on. needs cleaning. Also, keep your hands off of my lens, mister. And also what? When somebody burns a CD on the computer, it isn't quite the same quality as a commercial CD. I see. So yeah, but a short, fat fanny always cues up. That's our new format, baby. We're going to show you our short, fat fanny from 10 to 2 every day. And still get better than a 1.7. Now, let me ask you, seriously. Do you think that if, like, the, the rest of this book, because we got a pretty weak, everybody on this stage has got a weak month in January, obviously, really weak, weak. If we played, if I played oldies, the entire, like, the rest of, um... Well, it's only the right till the rest of this month, am I right? Or I mm. think it's like into April. For the, the, that duration, like maybe till my vacation, we could, we, you know we do better than one seven. Yeah. yeah. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like a plan to me. You get a lot of it. Huh? Arts! Neil Rogers on Sports Hole Radio, Tonight on Headline News, Nancy Grace interviews Irish troublemaker, the leprechaun, one-on-one. I'm going to expose you for what you are, my little green friend. Nancy Grace is relentless. Isn't it true that you have engaged in fraudulent activity for centuries? No, Lassie. I'm not ripping people off. People are always trying to steal my money. Oh, I say, you promise a pot of gold, but don't deliver now. You're the victim. You, sir, how do you sleep at night? The truth comes out when Nancy Grace has you in her crosshairs. So, you think it's all right to use a rainbow, a symbol of hope, to lure folks into one of your sinister money schemes? There's nothing sinister about a rainbow. It's because you're really just a fairy. Isn't that right, Mr. Leprechaun? Fairy? Who are you calling a fairy? <laughs> There'll be no luck of the Irish for this leprechaun when he gets grilled by Nancy Grace tonight on Headline News. Now listen, all you kids out there, if you're going to call somebody a fairy, make sure you put two E's in it. Okay. How they spell F-A-E-R-I-E? Who now, how they be spelling it? Huh? Who does? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like uh, the leprechauns, like little... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, oh I don't know. Yeah, oh, you better get with it, Mr. F-A-E-R-I, as opposed to F-A-R-R-Y, as in like that, as in like homo, stuff like that, or limperist, or whatever that means. So, being that you're this fountain of knowledge, maybe you can yeah. tell us what St. Patrick's Day, what, this, what is the, besides waxing your shillelagh, what, what does that mean? Oh, what is that bit? Which one? Is it called uh, leprechaun? Leprechaun, Le- leprechaun old, right? And it's coming out, it's Okay. Uh, yeah, it's kosher to play. But anyway, what's the uh, significance? See, what I'm thinking, and I could be wrong, other than Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. excuse me, for all you Orthodox, all you Farbison, other than that, I'm trying to think of any holiday that hasn't just become another excuse to, like, get drink. drunk. <laughs> yeah. You know it. Just about every holiday is an excuse to... Party! Yeah. And get drunk off your ass. I mean, what, what else is there on these holidays? So you know every saint, saint has... Although a, I will say this, the Irish don't really need an excuse to get drunk, but go ahead. No, no, they don't. You know every saint has a saint's day. Do they? supposed to be their birthday. Also, what's All Saints Day? I don't know. Everybody? I guess that's a free-for-all. Everybody come on down. 
Anyway, it's supposed to be their birthday, but sometimes it's a day, an important day in the saint's life. But uh, there's a, every saint has a day that's attributed to them. For example, my uh, birthday is uh, St. Nicholas's Day, December 6th. I wow. That's for Christmas. Anyway, uh, St. Patrick ministered to the Catholics. He's the one that, uh, to the Irish, he's the one that converted a lot of them to, um, to Catholicism. And so, uh, so there you go. And also, he's supposed to have been the one that got all the snakes out of Ireland. Oh, that's the most important thing. He wrestled with them snakes. I've and, had a few of those won. experiences, yeah. And what? And, and, and he, he won. And he won, yeah. And he came out on top, so to speak. 11.55 on the full. we got 1,200 looked easy. You know something? I like that. It, it's it, it only Monday. There's no sense in sitting the bar way up there high and saying, oh, we want to get 45,000 votes today. You know when It's not going to happen. So the 1,200 we got looked, and Chris can like sit back. I didn't hear anybody eating anything today. That's not good. Uh, well, the food came in during, you know, during that chaos when you were crawling around on the floor. That's when the food came in, and we weren't. Oh, the, now you mean you mean during with the equipment, or is that before the show? <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> the, the during the equipment part. I oh, I see. Around. So we just ate during the break. But thank oh. you, Howie's, once again for group. Thanks to Howie's for taking care of our people there. And okay? listen, since you were we talking love you, Howie's. That's what I'm saying. Hey, everybody, reach out and uh, tell everybody they love each other today. Let's make let's make it a big loving. What do you oh, say? I don't love Chris. Or at the very at the very least, give people a little pat on the shoulder. You know, a little pat on the back of the head. That's all I need. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I've got uh, two observations on that morning show. Yes, sir. That just drive me absolutely nuts. And one is that they, they laugh at every little thing. It's like they've got the canned humor machine going on. You know, usually when I turn time. it on, I'm hearing all this, and I always think to myself, gee, I must have missed something really good, you know, because you it's always... Nothing. <laughs> you know, missed nothing. You nothing except wasting the time of your life. Oh. The second point I like to make I is one I'm really, really agitated about, and that's the guest speakers they have, one of them being Drew Rosenhaus. Drew Rosenhaus, in the world, Fransburg, yes. What does he have to say? He's there to make money. Right. Then he pumps up some auto dealership for about a minute and a half. That's it's it's ridiculous. I'd rather listen to the Russ Grill. No, no, wait a minute. Are you telling me that Drew Rosenstein House Krantz does spots when he's on there? Yes. He does his own spot. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. The world is coming to an end as I want to know it. That's it for me. I'm going to the balcony and I'm going to jump right now. After he talks about his own players for about five minutes or so and how great they are and yeah. this, that, and the other, he does this huge spot. We've got all kinds of cars. No, I don't want to hear what it's for, but I mean... I, Ferrari, just... I won't say the name. Oh. We've got Ferraris. We've yeah, okay, got great. Okay, well, I don't want to hear the spot again. Yeah, is that for true or what, Chris? Yes, he does uh, car spots for a luxury car dealership. Drew Rosenhausstein uh, Schwartzberg uh, does the spots? Yeah, that guy. I thought he was just a, a guest a celebrity uh, nerd. Well, guy. guest yep. again. <laughs> and what about when Geldy is on there on Thursday doing that Terminal Panther talk? What about what, that? What about it? Is he doing spots in there too? See, I remember back in those days, you talk about spots up the old, when you have spots like a leopard, spots up the... Rectum. And they have a, I think there's a clinical name for that, for that disease. But you remember when you had Gildy and Joe Rose and Defoe on there, the three of them together, and, and you, you go into a break, and all three guys, and, and then they would complain about the length of the breaks. Right. But all three guys would do a live spot, and then they'd go into like a six-minute uh, recorded segment of spots, so you'd wind up, because each live spot wasn't a minute, it would be like two minutes. So now we're talking about, let's see, two, four, six, about a 12-minute break every time. You remember that? Must have been yeah. getting some good ratings then. 
Yeah, well, there was no one seven. I'll tell you that. I mean, they were getting uh, reasonable, not nothing spectacular. But but the station overall back then was doing fine. We were kicking ass. Mad Dog kept most of our audience at two. The Humper was getting nice numbers in the afternoon. Everything was a okay. Oh, we're fine. That's right. But not good enough for Greg Reed. No, no. Mess with success. I remember sitting one day at IOD and screaming. I forget what the hell change they had just made. Everything was going along so hunky-dory, you know, okie-dokie. Okie finokie. And they, they had us screw around again. And, and I'm sitting there screaming, mess with success. Every person in this business says every so-called programmer, that's all they know how to do. If things are going really well, fix it. Oh, but it's not, if it's not broken, fix it. Diddle with it. Mess with it. And then, of course, uh, you know, and that, and that began a series of like, what, 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 what? like that. that. That worked out really well, didn't it? That was really good. And then, of course, the Howard Sperm show that they, uh, you know, were, were bleeping out every fourth word. Like, in fact, to me, the favorite—I I didn't actually hear it myself—but the favorite Stern show of all was the morning he was doing something with uh, fart sounds or a farting contest or That's something right, like that. For like air. a half hour. And there's Duff sitting in there. Poor Duff. She's sitting there with the headphones on, having a nervous breakdown, going like, no, 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 like that. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, they decided that the delay wasn't able to keep up, and they just went to music or something. Yeah, and, and so. They they start playing music because he couldn't keep up with the bleeping out all the fart sounds because Joyce was having a nervous breakdown because she 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 is so hysterical that she thought she could actually smell them all. That's why she was over uh, uh, you know getting a little hysterical. Like uh, like uh, uh, Connie was it Connie? It was Connie. Or was it Kay? Whoever. She's hysterical. Anyway, it was Connie. She's hysterical. Yeah, it was Connie because you know she she knew that uh, Michael was responsible for Carlo That's meeting right. his maker a little bit prematurely. You know, like he was twenty five years old, hey. and all of a sudden there's Clemenza in the back seat. Oh, hi, Carlo. Yeah, your your punishment is you're no longer part of the family business. So we're going to send you to Vegas. Remember that? That was great. Yeah. Was it Tattaglia or Bazzini? Tattaglia's a pimp. Yeah. Was it Tattaglia or Bazzini? I just, I just love the way he said that. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in the car with... Well, don't do that. I think that's the message. Do not get in the car with Clemenza. Okay? Not a that's good idea. Right. <laughs> if you see Clemenza in the back seat... Right. Oh, I just remember I got a hot date. I'll yeah. see you a little later. Maybe if he were going to drive, you know, if he was the driver, I'd think about it. And then Even then. And then, then I'd sit in the unless back you seat. Saw, unless you saw a bag with cannolis on the front seat next to him, <laughs> I don't get in the car, you know? WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Love that stuff sound. Um, regarding the uh, the morning show, the last caller uh, brought up a point I was, was going to bring up, but I'll put it more in context. Go Whenever ahead. Bo and Kenny talk about anything other than sports, mm-hmm. that's when the forced laughter starts because they're just yeah. not comfortable because all they know is sports. I mean, when they start with the when they start with the um, crossing the line sex talk and try to talk about who got the lead the night before and how it was and how good it was and how bad it was and how often it was and like that. Yeah, there's, there's no natural flow when they talk about anything other than sports. It's like forced and contrived and. Well, I and think I said that on Friday. They're neither they're neither fish nor fowl. You know what they want to do is they want to do a sports show that's got a little bit of something else in it. Well, you know, a sports show is still a sports show no matter what other label you try to put on it. If 90% of your guests are sports oriented or 100% of your guests, and 90% of what you're talking about, it's a sports show disguised as an entertainment show, which it's not. You know, make up your mind. What do you want? I think that's the question. Exactly. What, by the way, what were Jim and Hank's numbers? I didn't catch that part of the show. 2-2. Two, two. Oh, 2-2? Two, two? All right. On uh, the rare uh, occasion, I want to get caught up with sports. I can listen to manage at least because he has some personality to him. But 
other than that, it's just terminal. Well, it, it, it just, it, it's part of a syndrome that's going on here, and they're not doing any promotion, and the thing is like sinking, and Joe Bell is out of town, and this one's out of touch, and Clarence is busy playing UN basketball, Maven, and we're like, uh, you know, we got some issues, I would say, would be a way to put it, but the paycheck's still clear nicely, pal. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. I don't think I have a new tag this week. I know this tag was for last week and the week before that. I, I just mentioned that in passing. There's nothing in the box there is there that I might need before the uh, spot in the next no, hour. No, I've got, no. No. I just mentioned that because Brian Schmutz is... Uh, Scott Burrell. And when I'm up in Boca Tica slapping all the women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers there in balance one to two hours. Oh! Tom Brady's out. I want some wind. Absolutely. You ain't seen quite like Brady Quinn. Isn't it like around tax time? It's like around April 15, there are boots, right, to give or take? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I think probably the 14th, because it's always on a Saturday. And the two stations get all whipped up, and everybody's on 24-7. It's draft talk, baby. Bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-ba. And should the Dolphins, the Dolphins are still going to suck no matter what, yeah. But wouldn't it be nice if the Dolphins got Brady Quinn? Hmm? Then who would you root for? Patriots. See, I, 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 listen to me. I want, I want to tell you this very carefully, okay? Tom Brady, to me, is a beautiful young man, okay? He's lovely. But the fact of the matter is, if the Patriots had the ugliest quarterback on the face of the earth, I'm still a Patriots fan. My favorite hockey player of all time is Johnny Bauer, who's now 140 years old, and he was an old man when he was playing. Who? Johnny Bauer, okay? My favorite baseball player was Hank Bauer. Isn't he on 24? And my favorite actor on A Guiding Light was Papa Bauer. He was also 100. I don't know. You may not listen to what I'm saying to you. Yeah, I'm listening to what you're saying. It's like somebody once said to me, Oh, you've been on a horse race. Uh, you've been, you been on the driver that looks good? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Let me see the drivers. Line up and let me see what you guys look like, and I'll decide which number I'm going to bet on. So in three years, when they're over the hill, are you still going to root for the Patriots and like last in the division? or? Who won the division this year? Yeah, that's who beat, this year. Who beat San Diego and went to the conference finals? That's okay? why they're making and all these uh, these uh, pickups right now is to give... Uh, right, because they're going to suck. You know, for a Dolphin... No, they got, two, big, I, I, they got two to three more years. And for anybody who's a Dolphin, in addition to which, you know, this is, uh, George, what he's trying to do? 
No. I have three words for you. Four words, okay? Three words. I'm trying to count them. Getting old. Remember Ooh, the no, bird. Oh. Remember the bird. <laughs> See, I tuned out as soon as you said Brady Quinn. So. Yeah. There you go. Oh, why'd you do that? I'm hyperventilating. I'll, I'll be back as soon as you get back into, uh, you know, the show. Brady Quinn has got nothing to do with sports, okay? Just because he wears a jock strap. Sorry. He runs there, around there, and showers there, with other guys. It, it and probably again. slaps him on the ass with a towel. That sounds awfully Yay. to me, you know. What do I know? I don't know from that stuff. Guys that take showers naked together. To me, that sounds great. Yay. I could be wrong about that. I told you, when I was in high school, we had to go swimming naked. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's what all of my uh, things I, I would have sued. No, that's not correct. You had to, or you just wanted to? But you haven't heard this story. No, I've never heard of it. Line them all up and then inspect them. Get out! What are you talking about? You said they would line you all up along You're the. You're crazy, there. man! You must be. You must be doing some extra weed, man! You must be. You must I, be I smoking wish. the freaking. They said newspaper. that they would stand you all up at the edge of the Get pool. Get out of here! Stand us all up and inspect what? Reckon. Yeah, right. What else? I might have wanted to inspect, but nobody was inspecting anybody. You went, into the, shower. You went in the shower, you showered off, and then you went in the uh, thing where the pool was, and everybody hopped in and swam. And then when you got out, you went back in and showered off all the salt water, whatever the hell it was, or the saltpeter, whatever was yeah. in there. There's a lot of chlorine in that pool, man. I tell, I tell you, they, was they this had, a uh, Catholic school you went to? No, it was not. It was Canandaigua Academy High School. It's a public school, baby. Why would I be going to a Catholic school? Are you crazy? There were at least a half a dozen of us Jews in there. And I got news for you. We weren't the only ones who were circumspect. And there's Rob Hanrahan. They got him back uh, doing the weather. Rob Marciano, whatever his name. Who's Rob Hanrahan? Isn't he a news guy on Channel 4 or something? Some news something like that. Yeah, can't keep track. They change, like, people change their underwear. Rob Marciano. Was a, they got him back at the weather thing again, as opposed to anchoring today. And that's because some of the chicks on there who do the news on CNN, they got really pissed off because the viewers were, they were complaining that Rob Marciano was better looking than most of the uh, chicks doing the weather, which doesn't say much on CNN. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're dissecting the morning show. We're deciding the shape of the table for tomorrow morning show. Kenny and Bo. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to do a slice job. I'm, I'm sure that I know Bo's a great guy. And you're telling me that Kenny you never stole a freight train. He's a good guy, and he's pretty, you know, like radioish. He's actually like a bra broadcaster. But there's just something there, man. There's just something that isn't catching yet. Maybe the fact that there hasn't been one iota of promotion for that show yet either. Is there any promotion out there? Are there billboards? Is there a TV campaign? Are there newspaper ads? Is there anything? No. Whatsoever. No. I no. can't speak for the newspaper, but I haven't seen any of the other stuff. And you won't. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Talk about communists. I can't yeah. even vote on your poll anymore because they've got your website blocked. My oh, company. Your company has my website my, blocked? Yes, I can't get on there because you have videos. Well, what, what does that mean? We have I don't know. I can't, we don't, have, any, we don't have, like, sex videos on there, at least I, not yet. You tell me. I, I mean, I'm... What do, what do you mean, you tell me? How the, what do I know about your company? Is there a bunch is, is of... That, uh, yeah, but isn't that ridiculous? I, I, that's what I enjoy every day is voting on your poll. And well, you know I, something? If that's the thing you look forward to every morning is voting on the poll, there's an answer for that. Because okay? what you're trying to say is... I have no lie. Yeah, that's what he enjoys every day is voting on the poll. 1194, you know something, Chris? The 1200 is a given. In oh, fact, yeah. I'm, I'm refreshing it now. 1195, they're, they're pouring in by the ones now. They don't want to overdo it. See, that's a typical South Florida guy. What he has to look forward to every day is voting on the pool, and he alleges that the company he works for has blocked the thing because we got videos on there or some stupid crap like that. Believe anything he said? No. No. Well, it's possible that they don't want people watching video during their work time or that it uh, sucks up all the bandwidth that they have over there. 
By doing what? What is it we have on our website that sucks of all the... Uh, Downloading videos, streaming video is... Well, wait, with what, are, what does streaming video have to do? What, what does that have to do with voting on our poll? All he's got to do is just go to the main page, uh, click on the thing, right. and then get off he of there. That's that the all. page is blocked because you have videos on there. Get out of here. I, I, would, I would put a pipe bomb in a general manager's uh, mailbox. That's what I would do. I don't want to start, you know, suggesting evil things, but that's what I would do. Whoever, whoever the boss is, where you work, whoever the CEO, oh. or whatever he is, just put a pipe bomb up uh, his Rectum. mailbox. WQAM, hello. George loves voting on yeah, you. Okay, great. WQAM, hello. Oh, this is very important, Neil. Yes. The reason they can't get on the poll is the new Windows Vista operating system does not allow you to get videos you can't transfer songs to ipod you're all locked up if you use that system well like the guy said communist what a communist bunch of crap that is we're you can't transfer songs eye. from your, to your ipod why not can't do anything you can't copy discs you can't do anything I'm well sure bill gates is the antichrist and he should only rot in hell you know and kevin you're out of it buddy Bye. okay how do you like that oh. Okay. The new Windows system, I ask. I haven't used it. You can't do this and you can't do that and bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. Well, that's just a sweet, man. Bill Gates, you can take that and stick it oblong wise. How about the oblong table? I like that. The ellipse. I still think that they ought to do the show from the boardroom of ITT, like a networking you know, room from that one scene. Why well, I me? Mean... You, you notice how dark it was in the room, oh, yeah. and They had those, those little green lamps at every seat, you know? That, that was an awesome scene. Mm hmm. And Ned Beatty's sitting like about 100 yards away at the one end of the table, and there's Howard Beale, Peter Finson at the other end. And he goes through that speech. There are no dollars. There are no rubles or whatever the hell he said. What did he say? There are no, uh, what do you, what do you talking about? There are no uh, countries. No nations. There are no, yeah, no There nations. are no nations. There are only rubles and rupees and uh, right. Deutschmarks and whatever. See, that was before we had euros. See, it's kind of boring now, you know. I mean, Europe is great, don't get me wrong, but like, you go to Amsterdam and you had, um, what do we have in Amsterdam? Tunis. No, <laughs> no, seriously, what was the currency there? Well, now, know. that's that's bad. You need to give me some help right away that I can't remember what the currency was. I, I still have some of it, I'm Maybe sure. From what you smoked when you were over there. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. And you go to Italy and there would be lira. And the thing about Italy was because of the fact that uh, I guess it's easier to cook the books when you've got zillions of numbers. So, like, 100,000 lira was 60 bucks. 100,000. 10,000 lira was 6 bucks. No more lira. What was the thing in Amsterdam, baby? There you had krona in, uh, I guess you still do in Denmark. I don't know. Somebody else. If you don't tell me what the currency in Holland used to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fall on the floor. Well, Chris and I'm is looking pass for it right really fast. And you're not going to find it because now it's euros. Um, most, all the uh, e, uh, EU countries are uh, got euros. EU. EU. We got 1201 already, Chris. Oh. Nice going to us. Congratulations, George and Chris and Neil, for a wonderful Monday, man. Whatever that means. Congratulations to me for crawling around on the floor. Mm -hmm. There are certain other people who work in our building. I, I, I like, would have loved to have seen them in the same situation. Oh, yeah, wearing boxers, too. Wearing, sitting here wearing boxers, sure. <laughs> crawling around on the floor. Not I think to I mention any names. <laughs> Not to mention any names. I would have loved that was to be a fly on the wall to have witnessed that. I mean, it, it must have been comical enough just to watching me try to do that. You know, if you saw Deliverance, then you saw that scene. Did you really? Well, that baby was crawling it. around in his boxers, and I'm sure yeah. it looked just like that, except uh, instead of the woods... 1212 on the poll, by the way, 1212 votes. You know, we probably should have shot for 13, but let's not do it. Like I said, 1200 sounds nice to me. 
In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll even go one step further than that. 1,200 sounds. Uh, very nice. Yeah, to me. Oh, there's that Dana Bash, man. She is so annoying. And I got news for her. Rob Marciano's got her beat. You know, there are shoe stores. There are. I beg your pardon? Got her beat. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me what the currency in the Holland used to be. No. We'll find it during the break. I mean, I, I lived there for two summers. I had the apartment. You know, used the apartment. I, had, I lived there for two freaking summers. And I still can't think of what the hell it used to be. That's just uh, Gilders. Oh, excuse me, Gilders. Oh, finally, my brain finally, it fell back into the... Middle. You know how your brain sits like in a uh, la, la, socket? Brain pan. I fell back into my brain pan, which is right next at the moment to my bedpan. That's what happens when you get old. Beware of exploding balls. You've seen him on Channel 7 News. First, as a two-bit reporter. Now, as a two-bit anchor that wears more makeup than Tammy Faye Baker and Mary Kay combined. Rick Sanchez sings. Hear the dulcet tones of the man who brought you Crime Check, Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez sings. Don't miss Rick Sanchez in his pasty face tour over Hialeah. It's one show you won't want to miss steak for a good one. Rick Sanchez, he loves his audience. I accept you as a precious gift from God. Hey, oh, God. Well, 19 at 560. Rick Sanchez, by the way, if you ever met him in person, he comes up to about your kneecap. He's a hell of a guy, man. 1219 on the pool, so our goal is whatever we get. Isn't that, isn't that great when the pressure is all off and you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, just let out a sigh of relief? Like, no more pressure. Mad Dog at 2, then the power hour with Mad Dog and Hank 4 to 5. That hour is just uh, kicking it, ancient style. Like before we had the uh, transmitter. Hank Solo between 5 and 7, and then uh, Hurricane Hotline 7 to 9, and then Eddie K 9 to midnight. That's our award-winning lineup. Boy, big game tomorrow night, Panthers at the Carolina Hurricanes, man. That's got playoff implications. And then Wednesday, Wednesday, oh! 12.50, it's the Marlins and the Orioles, which means I get instead of a 2 o'clock Woodbine Wednesday, I got a 1 o'clock Woodbine Wednesday. I already told my cabbie about that. Can you imagine how much extra I can lose on Wednesday? A uh, dollar? Whoa. Lots. I could lose lots. At any rate, Dennis at 5 this afternoon, for those who are keeping track of my wardrobe and my personal schedule, 5 o'clock, it's a return visit to the dentist. This time on the bottom left hand, uh, I got another, another cracked filling. That's what I had last Monday. Have another crack? Crack them? Yeah, another crack. To fill in? To fill in, yeah. No, actually, uh, I don't have any cavities, which is good. Good. Just like that one guy says, if I can ever find That's it. That's a guy? I'm sure, I'm sure it's in here. I have, no I have no cavities. I have no teeth. Yeah. That was a guy? You don't think that's a guy? I think that's an old woman. No, it's an it's an old man. Listen again. I have no cavities. I have no teeth. Of course. It's an old man. That's a woman? I don't know. You better get with it, mister, because you sure don't know your women. <laughs> oh, all too well. Take it from the ladies' expert, man. I yeah. know my women. But anyway, 
What was I going to say? Oh, and, and the thing about uh, when when they remove an old filling and they have to put a new one, mm-hmm. which is, this guy, I've got a great dentist. This guy's fabulous. But anyway, what they do is they have to drill out all oh, yeah. the old one. I mean, they got to get off. Yeah, and yeah, when you correct. go to the dentist, and of course they give you anesthetic. You know, I mean, is there if anybody who's right mind? Can you can you imagine what it must have been like? I'm trying to think of when I was a kid. If I ever, I'm sure I must. Have. I went to this butcher once. He he gave you the injection, but then he started drilling immediately before it had a chance. Oh to yeah, right right away. No, oh, it'll only take 10, 15 minutes. Just relax. You know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, if they walk out of the room and then they come back a little too fast, it means, well, they, they just press for time, okay? Don't worry about letting that thing kick in. But they have that long-ass needle, and, and I'm not one of those people that's like a real wuss. I, I could care less. I've had blood taken so many zillion times. It doesn't it doesn't phase me at least, unless it's some unless it's some nurse who's like a butcher, you know, and she's trying to find mm-hmm. a vein, because I've got, my veins are not easy to find, you know, maybe in the middle of all this fat, although I don't have fat arms, as you know. I have lovely arms. And from I've noticed. Down. Well, but anyway, next time you see me, which will never happen again, right. I'll show you my lovely arms. But it's right. hard to find a vein. And once in a while, there'll be like a nurse, and she'll like, uh, they'll be poking around like, oh, jeez. But most of the time, if they're good, you don't even feel it. Even though, even though in that case, you're looking at it. See, my best advice, if you're squeamish about that, don't look. When yeah. you're sticking the needle in your vein to take the blood out, just don't look at it, that's all. Just stare off into the distance and think, oh, what a great day, and this is going to be over one of these days, and I'll be out of here, and uh, you know, like that. It just felt like a prick. Yeah, we know. And I mean, But with a dentist, you don't see it. I mean, you can see the needle if you want to look at it, which you have to be a crazy person, because the needle for that they stick with it is like, I mean, as long as my arm, you know. And they give you the anesthetic. And, and now they've got that down to a science where you, you don't feel that at all. If, if you've got a dentist that's any good at all, or an oral tech, whatever the hell they call him, uh, he, he does the thing with you. You don't feel anything. And, of course, since you've got the anesthetic in there and you're not being drilled, you would assume that all he, because all he's doing is, is drilling out the old filling and putting in a new, you'd be assuming that there's no discomfort involved, right? Drilling well, guess what? Wrong. That's right, because once he starts drilling out the old Philly man, there is pressure, man. He is pressuring into that. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Why are you doing that when I got to go back and find this afternoon? I'm so I'm so glad this is the last time <laughs> to get you in the mood. And I don't want to be in the mood. Okay, I'll get back down on the floor again. Start looking for that purple uh, contact. God. And, and like I said last week, because last, last week in the upper, there were like two teeth side by each that he had to remove all of that filling and then mm-hmm. replace. And then it was a stupendous job. Because that, that stuff up there was annoying me for years. But today it's only one, solamente uno. So that should be like a piece of cake. But as I'm laying there, and of course now they have the new chairs where they, they lay you flat back like you're on the operating table, actually. And you're like helpless, and you're laying there, and all I keep thinking to myself is, there will be a time when this will be over, and I'll be walking out right. of here. That, that's, that's the it, only thing that sustains me, that keeps me going. Yeah. It will happen. This will be over eventually. It could be a long time, but the pain will stop. The discovery will stop. And, and not only that, but they have like this big, it's like a rubber ball, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into a sexual thing, but you know, you've seen the things with the rubber ball in the mouth. Well, they have this, like a rubber block. The blocks, yeah. And to keep your mouth wide open, they right. shove that in on the opposite side from where they're going to be doing the work. And thank God for that, or otherwise you'd get so tired your jaw would fall off. Or Here's a fax from Tom who says, I just wanted to say I was a damn good-looking red-headed guy. Well, good luck to you, Tom. Of course, I'm bald now, but whatever. George was correct. Either red-headed girls are knockouts or they're real dogs. Oh, there you go. That's what Tom says. Tom is the it. expert on redheads. 
because he used to have red hair. Now he don't have no hair. I had an uncle named Red on my father's side. I've told you this before. And every now and then he would show up. He was a ne'er-do-well. He was the black sheep of the family. And he had red hair. That's, I guess, why they called him Red. But anyway, Red B. Helfer, that was his name. Huh. And he would show up unexpected, unannounced at the house, always uh, looking for money, you know, always out of work. And, and one thing about Red that I'll never forget in my life is don't go in the uh, magic room after he's done because oh, I, I guess where he hang out. He ne- mm-hmm. They don't know nothing about flushing the toilet, you know, when you're done. Whoa. Yeah, and so Red had this habit of leaving you a surprise <laughs> every time he went in the uh, magic room. Oh, geez, I guess Red was in here. Well, oh, <laughs> whoa. Did he leave a red rocket? <laughs> oh man, he he let, he would always leave several <laughs> rockets. <laughs> Twelve hundred and thirty-eight votes on the poll. What are we? What are you laughing about? You know, what, I don't what know. Are you laughing? I remembered yeah. something I heard on the morning show. That must be. Um, it must have been that round table. I'm telling you. The biggest names, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers, Sports Radio Five Sixty I'm a sports color commentator on primetime television. No. Then why not enroll in the Dennis Miller School of Broadcasting? Okay, please, let's start at square one. It's not a ball, it's a pigskin, okay? It's not a playing field, it's a gridiron, and never, ever call them a crowd when you can refer to them as a teeming multitude of kinetic enthusiasts, okay? At the Dennis Miller School of Broadcasting, learn how to fill time between plays with spontaneous down-to-earth batter to which the working man can easily relate. Okay, class, repeat after me. Here we go. I haven't seen blocking like that since the cavalry sequence in Birth of a Nation. <laughs> I haven't seen blocking like that since... At the Dennis Miller School of Broadcasting, Dennis Miller himself will teach you how to construct entire sentences using nothing but made-up words. Oh, man, Al. What an ostentatious malaprism of unaffiliated nine and six. So if you are a fan of such legendary sportscasters as John Madden, Terry Bradshaw, and Don Meredith, then you should attend the Dennis Miller School of Broadcasting and become nothing like them. Hi, folks. I'm Dennis Miller reminding you that classes that start this week will have you on the air making references to the House of Plantagenet in just six weeks. <laughs> the Dennis Miller School of Broadcasting. Enroll today before Dennis was unceremoniously fired at the end of the season. Oh, he sure was. 132 at 560. Boy, they made a lot of good moves there on ABC, didn't they? Between the Rush. Well, Rush was on ESPN. Am I right, Chris? Yeah. That worked out real well. ABC and ESPN is the same anyway. And then, of course, try to rekindle. What happened to Chris? Is he, like, fading into the other room? No, the microphone's just a little bit further away that time. I'm here. Getting a little bit worried about you now. Well, we still don't have AC in here. Oh, you still don't have no AC in there? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Good thing fat men don't sweat a lot. Wow. Man, oh, man. So if the aroma from the tar doesn't put you in a coma, the aroma from Chris sweating up a storm. Man, oh, man. The hog slop falling from his armpits. Can you even begin to imagine? Hey, that? He's a clean guy. How do you know? Well, he looks been, clean from here. He's all. You've pink. been inspecting. It sounds to me like you're a little bit too uh, interested. He's five pink. six seven oh five sixty. Let's get, let, again, we got twenty eight minutes to go here, man. This has been a dynamite Monday, in, in more ways than one. It really has been just fine as wine. Been okay. We got twelve hundred and forty eight votes on the poll. Like, like I said, if we'd have really, we'd have made thirteen easy if we'd have pushed it big time. But you know what? We don't care about that. I just want to make, because <laughs> we're not going to do it now. I just want to make very sure you understand. Okay. That we don't get paid an extra dime, whether we get 1200 1300 986 145000 It doesn't make a bit of difference. What that guy called about, call before, though, about the thing with the windows, uh, that, that was uh, disconcerting, wasn't it? The thing with the windows? 
with the new uh, Microsoft, with the new oh, Windows uh, system. Oh, assuming if what he said is accurate, which, uh, you know, people call up and say kooky things all the time on this show. People call up and say kooky things? Why would you make up something evil like that? You I don't know who that guy you was. Think everybody that calls in this show is giving us the MS 100% absolutely correct, sir. I mean, Plus I wouldn't have passed him. What a cynic you are. For yeah. a company to have Vista on all their computers like a month after release is kind of, you know, sketchy. Well, what does that mean? Well, that's not to imply that that's what that guy was calling about. Well, no, but what does that mean what you just said? To have it on there a month? I don't because even know what you're talking about. most companies won't just sit there and grab the latest operating system and throw it onto their computers the minute it comes out. Because yeah. there's going to be a lot of bugs and stuff like that. And a right. company doesn't want to have the operating system shut down their company. Mm-hmm. So I would be very surprised if, you know, whatever company this guy was talking about has Vista installed on all their machines. But well, why do we have to worry about it? We're not going to have no Vista. How about, how, oh, about Wist- how about Wistful Vista? Now, what about that nice new computer you got there, Chris, which I still can't figure out. That must have been a mistake. Yeah, I think it was. But it's very nice. QA- Probably got it for Josh. QAM, hello. WQAM in Canada. WQAM, hello. Hi. Yeah. Um, about, uh, let's see, first of all, your Uncle Red, I grew up with um, some people who their dad worked nights, and so he slept during the day, and so when you were over there, they told you not to flush the toilet because it would wake him up. It was oh, nice. really... Yeah, nice. Just, yeah, put it this way. I always held it in when I was there. And, I uh, see. And that too, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, also about the blonde, you know, about the whole thing with the hair color. I'm a marginally good-looking guy with blonde hair. Yeah. Um, well, of course, I'm like the red hair guy, I guess. I'm, I'm growing bald now. But um, my whole thing was... Everybody always wanted to be blonde. Everybody always thought my hair was so great. And, like, you'd see these really ugly people dye their hair blonde and think that that was going to, like, you know, do it for them. You know oh, yeah, what I mean? When I, was in, when I was in college in Michigan State, that was the big thing that all of us guys were trying to do. Is It was the fad back then. Everybody would try to, like, surfer guys, dye their hair blonde, and then it would come out, like, purple. Green and purple was uh, the most popular. Uh, yeah, and, and then, it, that's, yeah, and that's another thing. It, it comes out like, uh, I mean, the hair, um, like kind of like orange or whatever, yeah. like with uh-huh. guys who really care. Cartoon but, character, like Boo Shambi, right. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, about the, um, oh, there's something in the Herald today, again, kind of about your Uncle Red. In the Herald today, there's some uh, little travel section. They say, send in your comments about what grosses you out while you're traveling. And, of course, my whole thing, again, would be, Going into the bathroom after some big fat. Okay, talk, great. Well, you know. yeah, they're excellent. People haven't eaten lunch yet. Twelve fifty on a pull, man. That's a fine number, if you ask me. F I I I I I I I any a fine number, I believe. It's not too bad. That's fine. Well, you know, there's some like in the Middle Eastern countries, and I think there was one place. I was in Italy. I don't remember whether it was in Milan or in Roma, but it was some restaurant, and, and there was a hole in the floor. Oh. Now, luckily, in the restroom we're talking about. Yeah. Yes, and uh, no, not not in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> hey, well, you know something that would really be crazy. Nice world. If you don't want to leave your seat or go too far away, you know. What a what a deal that would be for like a major emergency, you know. Talk about killing two <laughs> birds with one stone. For the really lazy diner. Luckily, I only had to do an ace, but I mean, I, I know. Oh. <laughs> I just don't know whether that was serious or whether that was a joke. I don't. <laughs> I, I didn't linger too long. I'll tell you that. WQAM, hello. Hi. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How are you today? Great. 
Uh, did you hear uh, Ann Coulter last night? Do you ever? Uh, sure. If Ann Coulter came on my TV set, I would take the whole thing and throw it out the window. I, I, explain to me what, what attracts people to her. I mean, she's a. I, I've never heard. Such she's a Nazi, and nonsense. Nazis like other Nazis. That's why she's a hateful sow. And people of the same ilk, those are the people who buy her books and watch her crap. And next time she comes on your TV, put a rock through it, okay? Which reminds me, here's an article by David Bowder who's the TV writer for Associated Press. Has Ann Coulter hit her tipping point? I don't think I have time to do it before they break. It's fairly long, but it's worth it because these people get all whipped up. See, the, the way I solve that is I don't watch her. Yeah, I don't watch exactly. Billow, and I don't watch her, and I don't watch, oh, you got to get the other side. And no, I already know what the other side is, okay? A bunch of hateful, uh, bigoted, Neanderthal, hypocritical, finger-pointing lunatics is what they are, okay? Nazi bastardos, and in her case, self-hating bulldike, okay, with a big Adam's apple. Why would I watch her? I give up. Why would you? I, I won't. I don't think I'm going to read the article. I, what did I say? I, I read the one. I forget what the hell uh -huh. it was even about. I did one. Well, see how you feel when, the, uh, you know, when we come back from the break. Oh, there's Chuck Hagel again. What I uh, have hey, thought. If you want to take the second part of your nap now, there's Chuck Hagel again. Boy, and it's really sad, too, because he's, you know, politically, he's great. He's a Republican that isn't, uh, you know, an apologist for the war or for Bush, and he comes down on the right side of a lot of issues. But he's got a personality. He makes Al Gore look like a Mexican jumping bitch. And now, Dr. Jeremy Burnham with a dramatic reading of No Scrubs by TLC. Dr. Burnham? A scrub is a guy that thinks he's fly, also known as a busta, always talking about what he wants, just sits on his broke ass. So no, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine. And no, I don't want to meet you nowhere. No, I don't want none of your time. And no, I don't want no scrub. No. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me, hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holla at me. No scrub. No scrub. No, no. No scrub. No, 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 no. No. No scrub. No, no. No, no. No. All right. 17 till 2. Let's put that on an endless loop. What do you say? And then after that, we'll play. Kind of a little delay on that. Taking a rest. It's old like me, man. It needs a good rest every now and then. 143 at QAM. Jim Maddich at 2, and then you know what? I'm slipping down a sliding in fact, I would say it was so good, it was... Oh, and you know what I got to do? Oh, that's right. You said you're sending that to me. Is that going to be tomorrow? I'm going to give it to Baldy to send tomorrow, so... Good. So I'm not going to go and waste money on the Borat DVD. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. Hard copy. Thank you, Robert Griever. If I get lucky at Woodbine Wednesday, man, you're going to see a big... I'm going to surprise you. Although, isn't it about time I think I've got to send Josh Cordes a couple of shekels, haven't I? Oh, I just saw him. He said he was good. I'm I'm kidding. You know, he, I'm going to tell you, if he's in the other room with those headphones on listening to this show, he's going to be in there so fast. I'm going to hide. Your head is going to be where your left toe is right now. I'm going to hide right behind now, Chris. Okay? He'll never yeah. find me. Well, he doesn't need headphones today. What do you mean by that? We have the door open. Yeah, we have no AC, so we're trying to breathe. Oh, and are you, now are you telling me he's sitting across the hall where Muff used to be? No, no, in the other no, office. One, door right. one door over. It's candles, man. I just put out the scented candles. Josh is giving me a look like, what's that smell? Oh, Josh is there? Yeah, he came running in just like you said he would. Yeah, just like I knew he would because when you start messing with his money, honey, <laughs> Sonny, it ain't too funny, okay? Don't mess it. <laughs> I'll take care of him. He's a good guy. Plus, yes, now, did he come in and tell me that he loves me or what today? 
Hey, Josh. Nobody's all on deck for that if, you, if that's what you were looking for. Shout it out. Shout it out, Josh. Open up his mic, Chris. Did you hear that? I, I could barely hear it. That, you know, if he Come if on. he's looking for a check, pour some sugar on it. it. Yeah, a little sweeter. Looking for a check? I really love you. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Go away. Oh my God! Isn't it amazing? There's so much love in the air today. Love is in the air. I don't play that. I hate that song. That is a horrible yeah, song. Is. is that Paul McCartney? No. Love is in the air. Is just the Beatles? No, none of the above. John Lennon? No, but I think it's some somebody with John. Get out of here. The Beatles' love is in the air. You're crazy. Who did that? i got to look it up in the book. One thing I know about you, you're always right. But in this case, I'm sure it was like Paul McCartney. I told you it was a John somebody or other. Who is it, John? John Paul Young. I don't love know why this computer is going so slow these days, but it is. By John Paul Young. Yeah, well, he must have sounded just like uh, one of the Beatles. You got it? Is this the one oh, he's talking? got it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize to the audience for this, because I hate this song. Me too. Ugh. Even if I talked it up. I used to have to talk it up as a, as a DJ. They used to hate Doesn't that sound a little bit like a little Beatles? Oh, yeah. No, I, the Beatles were actually good. Yeah, horrible never would have done anything no, let like it go. That. Don't stop it. I'll stop it. <laughs> <laughs> 1,265 votes on the poll. I'm, I'm just giddy today. I have no idea what. I think it was that whole, the fact that I actually got that to work, you know? That's always satisfying I, when you uh, accomplish Yeah, when you go through a whole that. bunch of stuff and you have no idea what you're doing. I'm, I mean, look, I have set up two computers in here, okay? Mm-hmm. Then I went out, well, well, the one I had to reset up because uh, I had to replace one that died. And then I went out and I got this new, the Slimline one. Did, did you uh, take my word on that, by the way? Did you ever listen to what I told you? It's a great computer. I, I do take your word on it, but I, unfortunately... It's the 7220N Hewlett-Packard Slimline. I had already bought one, and the one that we need to replace this one when that day comes is something that I can move an extra hard drive into, and you can't yeah. do that with the Slimline. But, but I'm just telling you, it takes up almost no space. Uh, it's, as, it's just as fast as grease lightning, and it's easy even a moron like me can set it up. 1266 on the poll, by the way. We could have made 13 easy. Oh, they're promoting that thing again with that news guy from uh, uh, Headline News who's going to be on with Anderson's Pooper tonight. Sins of the Father. Sense. Yeah. Well, like this, is, like this is isolated, okay? You know, they gave a lick and a smear to that story when it came out a couple of years ago when they were doing the thing about the child molesting priests and, oh, they were so repentant and we got to make sure it doesn't happen again. And all they did was whitewash it, shoved it under the rug, and they keep shuffling these pedophiles sure. around from one parish to another. And you people out there, you suckers in the Catholic Church, you keep schlepping there every Sunday and you keep subsidizing this crap. That's the thing that frosts my ass. The world's largest closet, also known, sorry, Mr. Donahue, also known as the Catholic Church, as the priesthood. Oh, there he is. There was nowhere to turn. I mean, there was, the only thing that I could do as a kid was just remain quiet and pretend like everything's fine, uh, everything's normal. And I'm sure uh-huh. there are some oh, we're who had that same exact feeling when going through something like this. How did you get strong enough? to tell now and then go through this incredible court case it's taken uh... years of uh, actually being able to talk about this in therapy you know mm-hmm. started in therapy that really helped and they explained to me it's like your hand in front of your face so close you don't realize it's a hand and when you start to pull the hand back you can recognize what that is what this abuse is how this is a crime mm-hmm. and for me that's yeah, when, they, when they start pulling it back a little bit then you can look at it and say oh gee i know what one of those is you know what i mean what do you mean? I'm not going to tell you. 1,266 votes on our poll today. What hair color are you most attracted to? Blonde, 328. 
no preference. I'll take any. Anything that moves, even if it's like uh, like a bowling ball. No, here. I don't care. Even if it's like a Mexican hairless. 292. I want to ask you, what's the difference between a Chihuahua and a Mexican hairless? Is it the same breed of dog? I don't know. Can I, can I be honest with you? If you must. The two things that I miss the most... I mean, obviously, you know, my friends down there or whatever, as far as Florida. But the two things I miss the most, uh, you know, is my dogs. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? And that's it. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I miss my dogs. And every, every now and not that I sit around, oh, jeez, poor little tiny, like some of these idiots out there on the phone. But it, it's just you get really attached to a dog. You know, a dog's mm-hmm. a good friend. Sure. Anyway, no preference I'll take any, even a Mexican hairless, which I'm sure I don't understand whatever the answer was you made up. 293. Brown, brown hair, 190. <laughs> Red here, 176. That, you know, I don't know why that just amazes me. I mean, am I the only one that's like redophobic? Although I think Maybe. that's more, more of a guy thing, you know? Because redheaded guys are usually they have like the real Irish um, mottled complexion. You know, with like the, the not freckles, but what do they call those? I guess freckles. The freckles. Huh? That's that uh, ginger look the guy was talking about. Oh, the about. ginger, yeah. I wonder if anybody out there has got a dog named Ginger. In fact. Speaking of ginger, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not only do I miss my dogs, but I certainly miss... And oh, by the way, have a safe trip to Toronto, Ginger. Ginger. Be safe. Yeah, Ginger Rogers. Yeah, I'm safe, and I'm still on the air making big, fat money, Mo, while you're pretending to put together some kind of a fading career. Mo, I was listening right now. You, Mo? Red 176, black hair, like that jet black hair. Oh, my God, you could run your fingers through a jet black Hundred and sixty nine, man. In fact, so black that it's almost like shiny. You know what I mean by that? Like blue. Well, not black like and blue. Gunmetal blue. Yeah, like like that. Just like that. Very good. I hate this poll. Fifty seven. That's only four point four percent. Considering what a lame. Now, are we really going to do a poll on a morning show tomorrow? Because I I don't want them to to think I'm picking on them. Because I get blamed for everybody if they fail. But I haven't really said very much about them. But man, that that uh, oblong table, that octagonal, just it just I don't know. Leaves me kind of limp, if I can say that. Can I say that, Joyce? No. Oh. I prefer a bald woman. Yo, Brittany, it says 17. It doesn't say yo, uh, Shinehead. I guess nobody likes Shinehead, even with the hair, huh? Gray, 12. What hair color you most attracted to? Gray hair, 12. Uh, I prefer a bald man, 10. An artificial color like blue, orange, purple, green, lime, chartreuse, 10, and white, 7. Like our, our governor, our Gay. governor. And, and speaking of uh, the fad about dyeing your hair, like back when I was, when the surfer thing was big, you know, with the Beach Boys, early 60s, and all the college kids, we used to dye our hair, and it would come out in all these bizarre colors. Uh, usually it would, like, be um, orange, like the guy said. And you, you thought it was going to turn out blonde. But uh, now, and it's mostly, I see Asian kids. You don't have many Asians in South Florida. But here, there's all these Asian guys, and they dye their hair, because most Asians have, like, you know, black hair. right. And they die, and then they're walking around with, like, green and purple. Mm-hmm. And, like, well, what is that? What is that all about? It's a thing that they do. <laughs> what is that all about, man? 1276 on this pool. You know, what, what time is it? 153? Nah, not going to do it. See, and that was Chris's decision. When Chris said, don't go, uh, you know, over shooting, uh, you know, for too much. Isn't that what you said? Oh, yeah. So don't shoot there. 153 at QAM. <laughs> Alright. Looking for love in a deceptive way. With somebody's picture stolen from my space. 